Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to another episode of Talking Ish, the ADD podcast with my boy Snow Gotti. It's your boy Ish Wavy. What's happening? What's happening? That's it, bro. How you doing, man? Chilling, bro. Man, I uh, wanted you to catch me up on that uh, the Aisha Curry uh, topic, John. I kind of heard like a slight spill of it. I didn't really understand it, though. So I don't, maybe you got the 411 for me. Yeah, bro. Like, I woke up and you know how the internet be. I, I just seen like a bunch of people on Facebook, like, Posting stuff like Aisha Curry is this, is that. I'm like, what? And they start going on stuff. You know, they're like light skinned dudes can't hold it down and stuff. And I'm so confused. Like, I'm dizzy. Like, what happened? So I'm like trying to figure it out. And then get this, bro. She's on that. Um, you you ever heard of Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk on Facebook? Like a little shot. I, I think I think you don't want to tell me about it actually. Oh uh, yeah, it's like a little, it's like a little interview thing. She did it with like August. I think I told you about it when um, um, Tristan Thompson was cheating with that one girl, uh, Kylie Jenner's friend or something. But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. She's on that joint and she's just like um, telling everything. She's like first, she she's been married to Steph since they were like they get like high school sweethearts and everything, right? So she says she's starting to feel a little insecure because. He has all these girls obviously throwing themselves throwing themselves at him since he's on the road and stuff. He's an NBA superstar. And she's gonna say, like, she kind of feels some type of way, like nobody be hitting her up and her DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she's like, it kind of makes her feel weird that she gets no minutes, no male attention. Like, like the way Steph gets girl attention, she doesn't get the male attention. And everybody's just like, What? Like what? she said that exactly, or is that what people took out of it? Or did she actually say Verbatim she, is pretty much on those lines. Like, yeah, pretty much on those lines. I can't. I don't have the exact quote in front. You know. Of me. You know what's crazy about that is like how when because I like I said, I've had Instagram for the past like two weeks. Uh-huh. Like how like you don't hear no news, <laughs> like stuff like that. You'll never be like in tune with it at all. Like, I would have never heard that story unless people actually like brought it to my attention. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like I said, uh, person mentioned me earlier today. Like, kind of, and then they just asked me if I seen. It. I was like, nah. And then they kind of gave me like. Basically, like, yeah, I heard something about, like, she was salty, like, she wasn't getting attention, but I didn't really understand it. I didn't, I wouldn't care much. But then, after that, if she actually said that, like, verbatim, that's that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. First of all, I already kind of don't like Aisha Curry because when, uh, <laughs> when, when LeBron and them came back from 3-1 in the oh, finals. Oh, she was talking. She was right, ranting on Twitter, like, talking about the refs this, the refs that, like, shorty, shut up. Like, bro, you know, if, like, blown, I be my wife went to Twitter. To talk about how my game went, like that's so that's so childish, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. So I really don't really like Shorty, but uh, on top of that, though, I feel like she did kind of try to cheat. She be kind of trying to use. I mean, and I don't really, I'm not really necessarily knocking her for this, but like you can tell she wants to be in the limelight a little oh, bit yeah. after off, off using the steps for trying to make a cookbook or for trying to use it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, or, though. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm not saying there is. I'm just saying you could kind of tell she wants to use that platform for herself too, which could kind of play into like why she would even want the attention yeah. from other men and stuff. You know what I mean? I could see the way Steph blew up and how she kind of blew up. Her feeling like she should be like an A-list celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I don't definitely don't knock her hustles because that's exactly what you want to do when you marry a woman. You want to put her in the position to be a boss. But – yeah, to say some stuff like that is. The thing crazy. is, if I make if I, if I make the league, I'm not trying to push you in a position for dudes to go smack at you. I'm right. just trying to help you out. And like, I think that's a good thing. Like she doesn't realize, like that means dudes really respect stuff and respect her for being like a real good woman. Because 
Nobody's like commenting on her photos like, damn, I'm trying to grab that. Like nobody's disrespecting stuff like that. Yeah, it's not really a good yeah, because the thing is when dudes do that, it's not necessarily mean first off, leaving that comment takes nothing, takes no effort. So young doesn't even have to be that bad for you to leave that comment. It's different if you actually had to go up to a youngin and and really say something to him in person face to face. You actually it actually gotta be worth it. Like this already really gotta look good, right? But on social media through the internet, it's like you can say that to to whoever because you don't care at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And on top of that, she looks good. So, I mean, just because people don't be on her comments and stuff, like, telling her she looks good or in her DMs, like, everybody knows she got it. Like, you don't got to have people telling you every day or going smack. That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, by, by people not going smack her, isn't I, that's what kind of what I was touching on. It's not like people don't think she looks good. I think it's more of a respect thing. Because there's people who... It's there's definitely chicks respect. That can look, there's chicks that could look busted and people will still leave comments just because them youngins are dressing like dots or whatever. And the exactly. dude knows, if I leave this comment, I can get some attention back. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people don't really try because then they're not going to get attention back from it or they're not going to... You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It's like, it's like I, trying I, to go smack a Michelle Obama kind of. You got too much respect. Like, now you gotta be able to pull that joint for real. She could, she's like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> right, you gotta have some credentials to get Michelle. But nah, yeah, I, I she's mean, a I don't chef. Know, I think, um, who? Uh, Aisha Curry. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think you met Michelle Obama's a chef. I was like, what the hell? She been cooking? Yeah, I don't know. Nah, she um, yeah, Aisha, yeah, she tripping over that though. I think it's just like it's kind of, sounds kind of it sounds first off it sounds petty as hell. It sounds childish, like a kid. You know what I'm saying? And then two, Cur- Steph Curry only get only gets attention like that because because of, of who he is like financially. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? People weren't talking about Steph Curry like that before. And, and when he was a rookie in the NBA, no one knew who the hell he was, bro. When he was on a rookie contract, people yeah. weren't talking about him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like he's been talked about that like his whole career. He just started getting like stardom within the in the last you know four years for real. And then on top of that, he's easy to promote. Because, you know, kids like him a lot. So then it's like you see, because even that's being promoted, females see him too. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and then people just, youngins can, are going to go for whoever looks like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever people promote, youngins are going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. A big fact, man. Let's get off Aisha Curry. Let them let them live a little bit. Hopefully Steph can step this game up tonight. Do they play tonight in Houston and Warriors? Yeah, I think I think they're gonna cook them. I think they're gonna be blown by like thirty, probably. It's in Golden State, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just different. It's different when they play there. I don't know what it is. I'm hoping Houston, Houston can, but I mean, the thing is with Golden State, bro. Like you have to really. This was to me kind of whack about the NBA playoffs. It's like you're relying on a team that good. You're relying on Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. You need at least two out of those three to have an off night to beat them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying bro. you need at least two, for real, for real. And even then, sometimes they still might be able to win because they got both Steph and KD and Clay can drop forty plus, like whenever I can keep a team and they can keep a team in the game. So, it, see, even even two having an off night might not do it, but at least that'll give you a chance. So to rely on two out of those three elite scores, elite shooters, whatever you want to classify each one as, is like you gotta rely on them doing it four times. Yeah. They gotta load four times in a series. It's not like the, you know what I'm saying. It's not like. You can you can maybe rely on Tom Brady loafing one game. Maybe maybe he might have be off. Maybe he might get some sacks. Maybe he might do this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he might go to pick him off one or two times. Mm-hmm. You cannot rely on doing it four times. You're not gonna beat like no elite player four times like that. That's stacked. There's you know just I mean? too many variables. Like first yeah. of all, like you said, um, you gotta have like how many players? Like Steph gotta be off. Clay gotta be off. And then you gotta 
the Rockets still got to be on their A game. Like everybody got to yeah. be playing great. Yeah, because Katie's <laughs> gonna get if, if both of them are off. That means Katie Katie's gonna take a pot in his own hands and drop forty. Yeah, right. And then and you Draymond's got guys going, going to do his. Yeah, thing. Draymond might mess around and get 15, 16. Iguodala and all these guys might mess around and get like ten. So you never know. And, and an off game for like Clay is like fifteen. Like, yeah. So <laughs> Curry's gonna get like twenty out of nowhere. Just like off two threes, off, and... yeah. Just off quantity of shooting, just because you're gonna shoot so much, you're gonna finish at some point. So even an off night is like still gonna be some some buckets. It ain't gonna be no single digits. Like last game they played, Steph Curry was pretty much shooting horrible through the whole game. He he finished with like twenty seven or thirty, and it's just yeah. like how how did it? He went he went on like a twelve thirteen point run by himself off like four shots. It's just like yeah, damn. that's how it be. <laughs> Curry's the dude who who like, and I was saying this when uh. Like back when people were like, when he was like getting the MVPs and stuff like that, back in like 2015 and stuff, mm-hmm. it was like he would go ghost for like two two of the four quarters. He wouldn't score anything, but then like like you said, when he goes on his runs, it's like back to back to back to back. So it makes it look like this guy's unstoppable. Like no, yeah, he's like, he just exactly. he just got hot for a little run. Versus like LeBron, but there's times in the game where I'm watching LeBron, I'm like, bro, this man ain't done crap. And I look at the box score, he's got like 32 points, nine assists, <laughs> and like, but it's so gradual. It's like eight points first quarter. Six point second quarter, maybe yeah. twelve point third quarter. It's just like slowly, so it's like it's. I looked at that like this year. I was like, how did LeBron average twenty seven? I watched like half Laker, <laughs> half the Laker games, and I'm like, when is he dropping twenty seven? Like, it's just it so happening? gradual, and it's just like, and he kind of tries to like obviously get other guys involved, but like when Curry does it, it's just all in like two minutes. <laughs> so it seems as if like this guy's going yeah. crazy. Like that's why I said the other day, like he be he's a timely, it's just timely shots in the third quarter. He's going crazy for fifteen points. That's just timely. Kevin Durant's been carrying the game the whole the whole game, and Curry goes crazy for fifteen. Now they up by like ten. It's just crazy, yeah. man. Clay, Clay's the same way. When Clay gets yeah. high, it's like, bro, oh my I can't gosh. wait for that team to break up. My and God. it's the most annoying because he doesn't even dribble when he gets hot. It's yeah. just like catch and shoot. It's like what the hell, bro? He's probably dribbled the ball fifty times the whole year. Just be running off screens and shooting quick as hell. <laughs> the whole the whole season. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, nah, no, nothing get me more heated when I see Andre Iguodala. Or Draymond Green get hot. I'm like, nah. Just oh, my gosh. And then, yeah, like, bro, that Jane be getting me heated, bro. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand Andre Iguodala, bro. Can't stand Yeah, him. yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, we don't – we already got to deal with Clay. We got to deal with Steph, KD, Draymond, and then Andre Iguodala want to come and just stress people out? Like, come on, man. We don't need he that. He blows me because he's the type of dude, he, like, hacks the hell out of a player. And then be like, he puts his hand up, confusing the call foul. Like, bro, you just fouled him, dog. Like, stop it. Like, he got to be the weakest Finals MVP of all time, the weakest. And I'm not yeah. saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying when we do, if we're talking Finals MVPs, I don't know the history every Finals MVP. But from when I think, when I think of like that, it's like people like LeBron, people like obviously Kevin Durant with the last two. You got guys like Dirk Nowitzki. You got guys like Dwayne Wade, Shaq, yeah, Kobe, they Tim Duncan. It. And yeah, it's like like elite all time players. They, they every did Finals MVP. They started giving people finals MVP for just slowing down LeBron. <laughs> yeah, that's and how it was crazy. And Yiki got it. He, yeah, and the thing is, like, in autumn series, LeBron still averaged, like, 30 points. Like, he averaged 36, 13, and 9 against Andre Iguodala, which doesn't seem to me like he's, like it was bad to slow down. People said, oh, well, he was less efficient. Yeah, because he's got Della Vadova and Iman Shumpert to kick it out to. He's, he's literally just shooting every time. Right. Like, of course, it's his efficiency. And then when he went against um, Kawhi, he averaged 28 or 27 Eight and seven. I mean, it's still like those are great season averages, let alone finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yet, people still try to just put it in like, oh, he's being like because he's not shooting sixty 
percent from the field, it's all of a sudden like inefficient. But it's like it's the finals. <laughs> hey, speaking you know I mean? of like, Kawhi, would you rather have? And I got like a whole slew of topics about Kawhi because this dude's a, a beast. But would you rather have Kawhi or KD to start your whole franchise right now? I don't know. That's tough because both, like Kawhi's weird. You know what I mean? And to me, that kind of affects what I want to build a whole franchise. <laughs> like, I don't know how much players really want to play or are that eager to play with him a little bit. It's kind of like, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, but KD's a snake at the same time. So I don't know how many people are that eager to play with him either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to me, KD's better. Um, to me, KD's the second best player in the world. And then to me, Kawhi has been third. I mean, both, and I think both have been, have held their, their own in those like selective in, in that, at those spots for the past. Five years. You know what I'm saying? You think Kawhi's been third for the past five years, though? I think he's been top five pretty much, yeah, (laughs) since he's been with the Spurs and was winning the finals with the Spurs. And then I think, like, especially when Tim Duncan and, um, you know, Tony Parker all got, like, really old. And it was really, like, handed off, like, handed off, like, the keys to him. And then it really just became his team because those guys were, like, like, obviously, Tim Duncan. I mean, even Tim Duncan's last two, three seasons, he was, like, barely playing minutes. <laughs> he was just out there. You know what I'm saying? It was Kawhi's team, and he was carrying the Spurs uh, right. to the playoffs every year, carrying it pretty deep, too, and until, like, you know what I'm saying, injuries started bothering him and stuff. But I think I, I think off what he did on both sides of the ball, he's always – I've always put him, like, trying to think who I would have put up. Because to me, I never put Steph Curry in that top two, top three, uh, even in 2015 when he had that – Incredible to me, like that's like a one one year thing. You know what I'm saying? And I know he still put up great numbers, but he's never been like to me that. What's the word? Consistent in terms of like like you've mentioned before in the finals, he gets he gets outdone in the fi- fi- to me. Cry, uh, Kyrie has to cry. I could cry. <laughs> <laughs> to me, Kyrie Irving is better than Steph Curry. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think he's a better point guard. Like overall, like if I was to build my team, put it that way. If I were to build my team, I would take Kyrie. If I was to compliment, like, like if I had LeBron or something like that, and I want like a shoot, yeah, of course Steph Curry. But if I'm gonna build my team, I think I would pick Kyrie. But at the same time, no, nah, because if you take Kyrie off the Celtics and you put Curry on, I think the Celtics are going to the finals. Yeah, that's true though. You're right. Easy. You got me with that. You got me with that one. You right. You right. Yeah. They Dang. say they say Kyrie's just too ball dominant. Like he just dribbles. Yeah, I, I was I was I was listening to that too. I was listening to uh, Jalen Rose and um and uh, what's it, is it Jay Williams uh-huh. I was talking about how like. The Celtics don't even want him there. Like he just really ruins. He <laughs> ruins their though. offense. He ruins their offense. You but see like, Jason Tatum's like, face, bro. You look at yeah, oh. That's why I think Kyrie. I guess as a LeBron fan, I'm speaking. I would rather have Kyrie because of what how he compliments LeBron. Because LeBron isn't really a good like. He doesn't like being part of a system. Le- LeBron likes to be the system, right? Yeah. Like he likes the things to go through him. And with that, it's not that hard to implement Kyrie time for him. This thing to go through him. You know what I'm saying? It's either LeBron and Kyrie back to back. It's not like this constant ball movement, and now either LeBron and Kyrie might touch the ball. It's literally like LeBron, Kyrie going back to back and forth. We'll get you all the buckets, and they did it. They won a championship like that, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess when I said that, I was more like thinking about like what I, what would I want to put around like LeBron, and that's because I guess because I've seen it work before. But um, but yeah, you're right though. If you put Steph on the Celtics, yeah, I don't think Kyrie can um win a championship as the star piece, like the main yeah, piece. That's true. That's true. I don't think so either. Maybe it's, so either. Yeah, and, and and to me, the proof is the proof is the last two years. I mean, he was out of the playoffs last year, but right, he's like in his prime. Though. Yeah, but they he put up the stats. Shot. Yeah, yeah, they put up the stats last year, and uh-huh. the Celtics were better without without Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah, this year too, especially defensively. Yeah, this year too. 
But I think like you you see he hit that shot on Curry like three years ago or something. So he yeah. was entering his prime. So when he went to the Celtics, like all right, Kyrie is about to be, and he got a great team around him though. Serious team, young athletes like dogs. But, nah. Yeah, that's true though. And and plus you you look at Brad Stevens, he's definitely like a system coach. Like it's not really about one guy. It's kind of like like the Spurs. Like you can put up some great numbers individually, but it's not really centered around you though. You, know you what think I'm it's Gordon it's just... Hayward's fault because they try to like make Gordon Hayward like a serious piece and it kind of mess up chemistry. I think it's just how Brad Stevens would like the offense to be run. I don't think they want just iso ball and stuff like that. I think oh, they right. want just yeah, yeah, yeah. constant constant ball movement and then every you know what I'm saying. Like in the playoffs last year, we saw one game Rozier is taking over, one game Tatum's taking over, the other game, you know what I'm saying? Like it's whoever. I don't think there's like a with Kyrie going into the game, Kyrie wants it to and I'm, there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but he wants it to be like him. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think with Le, with LeBron that works because it's it's either or. It's just like either like whoever's hot, they were they gonna just carry it through. You know what I'm saying? I've seen games where like well, LeBron was hot and LeBron just keeps shooting the game at the I've seen and then there's times when Kyrie's hot and LeBron's like, all right, bump it. It's your time. You know what I mean? But when it's like a whole team and you got like three, four other guys that are like constantly the touching the ball, it's kind of hard just to be like, all right, y'all just take a, y'all just chill to the side. Especially young players. We talked about that with the Lakers. It's hard <laughs> to like tell young dudes now, like, nah, it's take a back seat. You know what I'm saying? They want they want their shine too. Hey, speaking of young players, I seen on the shop Lonzo, and he was talking about how like when when like LeBron first came to the team. He didn't really know how to like mix in with him because he looked up to him for so long. Yeah, it's just like I didn't. I could tell though. You could see it on the court. Like he was just like it looks. He looked so shy. It was funny. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think when LeBron came in the league in '03, <laughs> these dudes uh, are probably were probably like eight. You know what I'm saying? We're like eight years old. Six that, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Geez. So it's like they were like dumb young. And so he's they really a grown grew up man. Watching LeBron, <laughs> like really watching him. Like so, it's like they can really like I like idolize him as a player. And as an athlete and stuff like that, so for yeah, you to be playing with him is like that's pretty, that's pretty wild. Yeah, you that's like me and you like playing with like Kobe or LeBron. That's why I try. To yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah from the football aspect, I'm trying to think of like what veteran DB would be like to play with. You know what I'm saying? I guess it'd be <laughs> like if, like imagine if 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 uh, Sean Taylor was still alive. You know what I'm saying? And then you get to the Redskins and you a safety alongside Sean Taylor. It's gonna be like whoa, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the dude who like we since middle school we watched. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We like uh, idolize Sean Taylor. You know what I mean? I need a better example because I can't feel it's... that one. No? It, in football, it's kind of different. LeBron's still in his prime, so you have to respect that man's game still to this day. Like, some football players, He's... like, if you went to the league and Ed yeah, B was still there. Yeah, because, like, like Charles, Woodson, like, Charles Woodson was a great DB with the Raiders. Like, that corner, safety, was all pro at both. Yeah. He was one of maybe – you can make the argument is the best all-around DB ever. Charles Woodson. You know what I'm saying? What he yeah. did in Michigan in college, all that stuff. When the high school. Hold on, hold on. Dion. What are you saying? I said all around DB, though. Dion could never play safety. Dion would get. Dion could never play safety. Are you sure? I've never seen it, but all around. I, I guess because you said all around, I'm thinking Dion could play receiver. No, I'm just talking about all around DB. Yeah. And, and Charles Woodson is a guy who was an all pro at both corner and safety, was a yes. guy who, I mean, he's the only defensive player ever to win the Heisman, ever. Right? Yeah, sure. And then he also brought stuff to the return game as well. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to me, the best corner is Dion, but to me, all around DB, the guy that I can that you can put like anywhere. Yeah. To me, Charles, you could eat. I, I like I said, you can make the argument. It's Charles Woodson. So you're right? on a team. You're you're playing for the you're playing for the Cardinals, and then Charles Woodson gets traded to the team. How's your How's your mindset now? That's what I'm saying. But for like you made the point is that when football players get older, it's kind of like 
Like, they're not really in their prime in their mid-30s. Yeah, like, they're LeBron just kind of like teaching 34, you. 33, and like you said, he still can, like – Yeah, like, he's still the he got best player. Year, people were talking – yeah, people were talking about him being MVP before he got hurt. Yeah, they expected yeah, him so to take got, him to the you, finals, bro. Yeah, you're right about that. finals. You're right about that. I guess I could make the quarterback like, like Pat Pete would be dope to play with, but he's only like what twenty nine. Pat Pete, Pat Pete's like twenty nine. Yeah, it's got to be someone that commands the entire team, like the defense. He's gonna have to command the entire defense. Like you know, that's the dude. Like yeah, maybe yeah. Like, I would say yeah. I would say for me as a DB, be like Pat Pete. I would say Tyron, but Tyron's twenty six. Yeah, you know Tyron's twenty six, twenty seven. That'd like be a boy. Like, yeah, y'all probably click immediately. Yeah, it's not like yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's definitely. I think it is different for football. I guess because how quickly. And the turnover is how yeah, how quickly the turnover is in football. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> LeBron came through, changed the whole. This it's like LeBron and the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for any quarterback, yeah, that's going to the, like going to going to the Patriots. Imagine you're backing up Tom Brady. I mean, yeah. this dude's been going to Super Bowl since since '01. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's the same dude, bro. Mm-hmm. Or like a Brett Brett Favre came when Brett Favre came to like. Green Bay or not, uh, Minnesota. They probably was like, "Damn, gotta respect this dude." We've been watching him since we was kids. He was balling, and he was still balling with the Vikings. <laughs> what about Eli Manning? Did he get that respect? Imagine you're receiving getting drafted to the Giants, and you know you hated him last year. <laughs> this dude's trash, and now, like, he, now yeah. he's a quarterback. <laughs> the vets are like, "Yo, get this dude the hell up out of here, please." <laughs> oh, but you got what's his name? Dan, what's his name? Daniel Jones is the backup. Hey, some respect. It's like, nah. They literally saying he's Eli 2.0. Like, that's not the no. journey at all. No one wants an Eli 2.0. We want a whole new – we want a Dwayne Haskins 1.0. That's what the Giants fans want, man. Man, speaking to him, I want to see what that quarterback battle is going to look like. Hopefully, he doesn't get the job off Bucks. I want him to I don't think he bit. will. I don't yeah. think he will. Well, that case, he can't take one. them L's. Yeah, let me get the early L's. Like, <laughs> not – It's for sure going to happen. Yeah, no. I think the Redskins will take the safe approach because, um, I like Case Keenum though. I mean, he's he's one. I mean, he was he was in the NFC Championship two years ago, right? You know, what I'm saying when he was surrounded by a good defense and a good run game, which yeah. the Redskins have when they're healthy, they have both those. You know, what I'm saying so they might. I think like the conservative pick would be uh, Case Keenum to start the season, but I could definitely see kind of like um a Deshaun Watson scenario, like Savage started the first. Two games. They went 0 and 2 in the third game. He started looking terrible and they benched the mid game and they put Deshaun Watson in and he took off, right? Mm-hmm. I could kind of see the Redskins doing that. If Case Keenum is like, the Redskins are getting cooked, if they drop to 0 and 2 or 1 and 2 even or like 1 and 3 type of thing, I feel like they could be like, all right, we got to bring the way Haskins in. Overall, you got to put some butts in the seats, man. The Redskins were 6 and 2 at one point last year. I went to a game when they played Atlanta, but mm-hmm. half the stadium's empty. Or, or at least half the stadium's Atlanta Falcon fans, one. And then the other, the other half is Redskin fans, and it's like, but it's not even the same not even full though. You know what I'm saying? The team's six and two, bro. Whoa. You know how many cities? You know how many cities would love to see their team six and two? That team would be packed out, bro. Like, packed. I mean, I, t- I tuned into a Monday night game. It was Buffalo Bills. They, it was like late in the season, bro. I don't even know what the record is. People, mind you, the Bills had players retiring at halftime. That's how bad they were last year. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah that joint was sold out, bro. Like there's and like, his burr people, out there. She's freak. Facts. And the thing is, like, Redskins, bro, this day was perfect. It was a perfect day for football, bro. Like, it was, like, <laughs> like perfect day. So, like, when you think of a Sunday, like, a, a fall Sunday, like, football day, it was, like, that's what it was. Went to the game, Atlanta Falcon fans, a couple Redskins fans, and empty seats. The Redskins are 6-2, and two, bro. That's the week Josh Thurman was like, yeah, we'd rather play on the road because our home crowd sucks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was then. 
And I'm like, bro, I don't blame him. Like, like if I was a player, I'd be like, yeah, but playing here. Like, I'd rather just be on the road. We might Did you well, see yeah. when Ben Simmons got booed in Philly? <laughs> when he was, couldn't shoot a jumper? Bro, he can't shoot a jumper for nothing. <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't, he won't try. So no one knows. We don't even know. <laughs> the thing is, I feel like it can't be that hard as an NBA player to develop a mid-range. Bro. I'm not talking, you ain't, we ain't talking about shooting from three. I'm just talking about, like, dribble to the free throw line, maybe, and just hit a little free throw. He I'm has the best of the best facilities, trainers. He has LeBron as his old head. Why can't you develop a jump shot, my guy? I think here. <laughs> it's sad, here's man. my thing. Here's my thing too. Low key, even so, like I, bro, I do. I went to the park one day with Soph and worked on my jumper. I started developing a jump shot off one day training with Sophie. Yeah. He got me a like a an eye jumper, just working on my hand, like we're like. How to go up like straight up using my legs more and just like more flick of the wrist more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Off that alone, I'm like, oh, shooting ain't that hard. I can at least at least do like a little mid range joint. And here, this man's in the NBA, like not developing nothing. Yeah, man. <laughs> I had seen a little meme. It's him shooting threes with dunk reactions. So every time he shoots a three, it's like one of how the crowd reacts to a serious dunk. Yeah, because <laughs> they so shot. It's so- was hilarious, <laughs> man. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Come on, man. I think he, he's averaging a triple single in the playoffs right now. Oh, oh what? What the hell is that? Oh, right. triple single digits and everything? Yeah. That's bad. I mean, what I don't understand is if, if I was him, and let's – okay, let's say he doesn't have a jump shot, and even if he worked on it, he's not there. I would watch endless film on Rajon Rondo when he's with the Celtics because he had no Big shot either. Facts. But But he impacted the game so much, bro. Rondo was, like, everywhere. Rebounds, finishing around the rim. Drive and setting his players up. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like he was doing everything. Rondo was getting hella triple doubles back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, endless yeah. triple dubs. And it's like, and Ben Simmons, on top of that, Ben Simmons is what, six? How tall is Ben Simmons? Six, like, six ten. Nine? Six ten. Six ten. So, you got those Rondo assets of, of like being able to create and, you know what I'm saying? But plus more athleticism because you're six ten doing all those things, being able to jump and run uh, your, your vision on the court. So, you could be even more impactful for real, for real. So, if I was him, bro, I would literally just watch how he worked with. Because he's got a shooter. I'm not saying J.J. Reddick's a Ray Allen, but he's a shooter, though. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? He got Tobias he's got Harris. He got Tobias Harris. Yeah. You got Embiid, who's like – it could be like your Kevin Garnett, kind of. You know what I'm saying? In terms of he has a good mid-range and can obviously is a beast in the post. Crazy. Did you know Embiid's been like sick for the past week and a half? Man, I'm like this. <laughs> you feel me? How you, you sick? Jer- <laughs> How you first sick? off, a week, a, and a half. week and a half. And that's your biggest. And it's not even that bad. You talking about like what? What separate sickness is it? No flu last week. Yeah, ain't no week and a half, bro. Right. You talking about a fever and some and a cough? Like yeah, what are we talking they about? Say this man's sick. Next time they play the damn Raptors, I'm gonna be pissed because they keep trying to use that as an excuse. They yeah, you might have like, sat him out one of these games and just chill. Then if that's the case, I don't know what's going on, but that sickness ain't cutting it. Because freaking uh, what's his name? Paul George just got surgery on his on his shoulder. That means he's been playing through the playoffs. He was playing through the playoffs with a messed up shoulder. Yeah. And you telling me you can't suit up. I can hold you. Most most basketball players are pretty freaking soft, though. Like, they're very soft. Very Whew. soft. He like, you talk about that. Not me. He said it. Like, bro, if you, talk, if, like, if you look at the injuries, these guys miss. I'm, I get missing regular season games. There's 82 of them. Like, I, I say screw it, too. If you got 82, like, yeah, I'll, I'll miss two or three. It's not that big of a deal. I'm talking about guys missing playoff games, bro. Playoff games for injuries that NFL players will play week three of the regular season on, oh, like yeah, the simplest stuff. Like, bro, Kevin Love missed 
opted like when you he dislocated his shoulder, and this is when uh, Cleveland first when LeBron first went back to Cleveland, and he dislocated his shoulder against the Celtics. And he when he dislocated his shoulder, MRI came through. He had a torn labrum, right? I've had that same exact injury. A lot of football players have had the injury. It's uh, very common after dislocation, right? Uh-huh. You 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 make the decision whether you want not you want the surgery or not. It's it's a hundred percent optional. And what basically they tell you is after you dislocate your shoulder one time, there's a higher risk of dislocating again. After two days, it doesn't hurt at all anymore. Your shoulder doesn't hurt at all if you dislocate. After it goes back in, say like, all right, you're good. The only thing is, the percentage of you dislocating again is higher, and then it can cause more risk to the labrum, which means when you do want to get surgery, it might the rehab might take a little longer, right? Mm-hmm. So. I, my freshman year of college, I dislocated my shoulder, tore my labrum. I played the whole season with it. Dislocated maybe once or twice again during the regular season. That's legit at the end of the season. No long story short, right? There's endless football players who have played. Um, I believe uh, there's quarterbacks that have played with torn labrums. Quarterbacks, bro. Jeez. Like, that's, that, that's serious. <laughs> and I, I believe Eli Manning's <laughs> played with a torn labrum before. Okay. No okay. No <laughs> this guy started 100 something straight games for a reason, baby. Oh, yeah. He uh, did. Camp. Cam Chancellor has played with a uh, torn labrum before. Uh, Earl Thomas has played with a torn labrum before. Like, there's endless players that play with torn labrums. And I get people trying to say, oh, well, basketball and football are different. But the main point is, when it's, when it's back in, it doesn't affect you at all. Like, it doesn't affect you. The only, like I said, the only thing is the risk of it popping out again. So that's just if you're scared it's going to pop out again, you'll get the surgery. But as a football player, it's like, that's not even like a consideration. It's like, no, I'm going to just ball out. It pops out again, okay, and I'll put it back in, and I'll play the next week. And at the end of the season, I'll get the I'll get the surgery, rehab, and I'll be straight. And for Kevin Love, it happened in the first round, bro. LeBron single-handedly, and Kyrie was dealing with that knee tendonitis. I don't know if you remember that, but he wasn't even playing much in the playoffs. He had yeah. that knee tendonitis and was mm-hmm. sitting out. So LeBron single-handedly took Cleveland to the finals that year. And then first game back, Kyrie obviously had, uh, you know what I'm saying, was it? Did he break his knee? I, I forgot what they said. Yeah. It was, like some, it was yeah. a crazy injury. Yeah, I remember insane. watching that joint. Yeah, and then, but that's what I'm saying. Kevin Love could have literally rested from the first round to the finals. Just not got the surgery, but just rested. And so full rehab, do strengthen and stuff, work all the muscles around, and work flexibility, so you get full confidence in that shoulder. And then you could have at least just been there in the finals. And honestly, bro, that year, 2015, that's all LeBron needed, bro was someone to help him. Just This man was going crazy that final. He just needed someone. They were up 2-1. <laughs> he just needed one other person to maybe give me 15 points to kick the ball to. And he didn't have that because this dude opted to get a surgery that is 100% optional to miss the playoff. This is the first time Kevin Love was in the playoffs, mind you. This man was with Timberwolves before that. He was on a losing team every year. I never this liked thing, that trade with, with Wiggins. I mean, I didn't like Wiggins on the Cavs, but I feel like they could have got someone else. I don't know who it was at the time. Yeah, but Kev- Kevin Love was a stat. Like, if you look at Ke- Kevin Love's stats, he was in Minnesota. was, like, pretty crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess. But at the same time, when you're, the thing is, when you're the only player on a team. Exactly, that's what was going you're on. You're going to finish with some pretty good numbers. You know he was the like, only star on the team. Like, yeah. Come on now. He's going to fill the stat sheet up. You saw what happened, like, look, I feel bad for him now because you, you wish that he could get back to that level with Cleveland right now, but I think Kevin Love's done. Yeah, honestly, I don't. I haven't heard nothing. Yeah. I haven't heard about. I haven't heard anything about any Cleveland players since LeBron left, outside of Kyrie, and that's because he's on his own team. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, every time I, I see Kevin nothing. Love, he's in a suit. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> bro, he's soft. He's soft, bro. Right, they really man. be talking about. They really be hyping NBA players for fighting through like injuring their finger. It's like, all right, bro. Yeah, like, they just said that we... about Russell Westbrook. They said 
he got surgery on his finger, and they're like, he's such a warrior for not even letting no one know that it was messed up during the whole playoffs. Does this change how we feel about his playoffs against the Trailblazers? <laughs> like, yo, obviously it didn't affect him. Well, it did. I don't know. His shot was still what it his was. His shot always sucks. You talking about Westbrook? His shot's yeah. always broke. But if you look at his last, ah, I forgot what it was. You hate Westbrook, bro. I, I, I strongly dislike his basketball IQ. <laughs> That's what we're talking. Okay. Bro, this man is so – everything he does is so over – like, he's just – he's out there finessing, putting himself, in the, like, in the record books. Out there finessing. He, like – you've even said it before. He's got the art of getting triple double down. He's so, is, down. is Westbrook a first ballot Hall of Famer right now? I would say – would they probably do it? Yeah, I don't yeah. Think so, no. I think I if his career stopped today, he would be because – Oh, if his career stopped today, I don't know. Yeah, because of the triple doubles. Here's well, my thing: how how does the because I don't know how the NBA Hall of Fame works compared. To, I know how very well how the NFL one works, right? Like they like they basically take a player from each, uh, I guess not not decade, but like each span of of year. So they get like some like every year of the Hall of Fame, you get like some super old guys that we never even heard before, right? Yeah. And then and then you also get a couple of guys that you remember what like Randy Moss, so we watched growing up type of thing. But there's also some guy who played for the Minnesota Vikings. Played guard, and we have no idea who the hell yeah, this guy is. Old ass you know fat guy. <laughs> yeah, he's ancient. Like when they pull on like the the tape, it's like kind of like hey. glitching in and out. Like yeah, <laughs> so they pick a certain amount of guys from each like I guess generation almost every year, and then you have a certain amount of years to like. Oh my gosh, bro! Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hey, you do you have the yearbook, our high school yearbook from when I was in uh, class of ten? I don't think so, no. Nah. Bruh, I just remembered on that joint from the football team picture. I feel like you have seen this. They're like, we got us coming out the ribbon. You know how they break the ribbon we running out? Yeah. Bruh, I'm on the floor. All you see is my yeah, cutter. you fell. You <laughs> fell on that joint. <laughs> so it Oh, me, my the gosh. just running over me. Stop it. I'm just like this. No, <laughs> I hate Stuart, yo. Like, that's how I really got to look at that yearbook every year. <laughs> like, see, yo, that's mom. crazy. That's the, they couldn't have picked no other picture. Like, how many right, picks did they take? Like, you know, I'm on the you see a player on the floor. I don't care if you don't know who it is. You don't put that picture on the yearbook, man. Oh, my gosh, bro. That's, <laughs> yo, I got to find that pic. That's like the cover art for this damn podcast. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Don't be that guy. Yo, it, it already happened years ago. It's done in the record books. But please continue oh. about the NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah, but I'm saying with the NBA, though, I feel like it's a lot easier for one to get in the NBA Hall of Fame. I feel like yeah, pretty you much just got to do things that are, like, historic, like average a triple-double. Yeah, is... okay, yeah, that's the case. Because I, I know NFL is a lot harder. You know what I'm saying? Like, like take, take Eli Manning, for instance. This is going to be a guy who's going to be top six, top seven all-time in yards, touchdowns. Uh, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, and people still – it's a debate whether or not Eli Manning will make the NFL Hall of Fame. He's right? a first ballot, bro. Not even a Eli's, not, Eli's definitely not going to be a first ballot. That's not a first ballot. I'll put, I'll put bet on that for sure. Because when he retires, you have to look at how – like I said, it's five years from when you retire. So you have to look at the other players that retire that same year. That's who he's going to be competing with, along with the previous generation of the other quarterbacks he's going to be competing with. You know what I'm saying? He has two rings, though, and he started like every game. And yeah, he, like he's a Manning. Like it's he's a Manning too, bro. <laughs> he's a Manning. You can't be a first ballot because your brother yeah. was. That don't make no, no sense. No, it does. When you're a two-time Super Bowl MVP, I mean not MVP, but champion, and you beat the Patriots both times. Like, let's think about the quarterbacks that has won rings this whole generation that we've been 
that we've been conscious. It's been Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, and pretty much Eli Manning and Peyton Manning. Two Mannings, a Roethlisberger, and a goat. All right, put it this way. Let me let me bring these. All these dudes are old as hell. I'm looking at uh, quarterbacks that are not in the Hall of Fame. Best quarterbacks not in the Hall of Fame. Hold on, let me bring this up. Yeah, please. One of them, and you know Phil Sims, right? He yeah. won a Super Bowl. With, he won Super Bowl with the Giants. Put up hella, hella stats. Um, uh, see. Eli's better than Phil Sims. Number so okay. Some of these dudes, I literally have no idea who. And I mean, I can't. Like, we're talking about like 1950s, 1960s. I'm not gonna name none of these guys. Hold on, let me find some people that you know. Ken Stabler is for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, I heard his name, but won a super, when he won a Super Bowl for the Raiders. Um, I was playing for a couple Bro, of years in the seventies. He, he was he was on the he was on the he was he was uh NF he was an MVP he was an MVP he was a Super Bowl champion and was on the All Decades team in the in the nineteen seventies. Oh, we talking about the seventies, but their and team he was the, built on their defense back then, bro. The nasty like the, the Raiders. Yeah, 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 but I'm hit. But he still won an MVP. He still won. He led the league in passing yards two in two of his years, and he's won a Super Bowl. Sounds like a game manager to me. If you got oh a vicious gosh. defense going off, he led the league in the passing offense. yards. He led the league in passing yards twice. That's because his defense kept giving him the ball. Did he have oh Jerry Rice? Oh my gosh! If he had Jerry Rice, then we're not even. But if, if you think Jerry Rice played the nineteen seventies, you are on crack. Right? He was he was playing with the Seahawks. <laughs> you in thought 2000. Jerry Rice played? Thirty- <laughs> <laughs> Remember he was on his he was on the Broncos he was in the 2002. Seahawks like two years ago. Yeah, low key. <laughs> he played fifty five years in the NFL. He was a goat. He, I, Jerry Rice looked old as hell in the NFL. You don't remember? Immediately, though, as a rookie, it's like he, he was always just old. Yo, that's how you know you're going to be great. When you look old and you're just a rookie, that's over. Oh, Archie Manning's not in the Hall of Fame. Archie Manning put up numbers. He went, he, he, he went crazy. Okay. This, this, this story. But think about it. He beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady would have like 80 rings if it wasn't for Eli Manning. Those were big games, bro. Those are big, like, clutch moments. And I think he's just going to – if he had retired two years ago, it would have looked better, but now he's kind of stinking it up and it's just yeah, making that, him look yeah, worse. Yeah, I feel you on that. That's true, too. You kind but of I don't really... like, get watered down. Yeah, All like right, Peyton Manning. Ed Reed wasn't a first ballot. He's still not in yet. Ed Reed. This is guy is, like, the all-time – Interception yeah, king yeah. and pick six king. He's been out of the league since 2012. Well, we know so the NFL. Talking. They they hold to, and he's like second grade receiver at all time. Maybe yeah, that's third. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So they just do things based, and that's why I'm saying he's a Manning. So you know that's going to play into it too. If you're thinking about off the so field, he's going to have things, more respect. Yeah, like he's going to have more cliche going into these talks. Like if they're really hoeing to because they didn't like him, imagine how much they're gonna size. Sam Bailey still. Sam Bailey. He, did he conducted this year? I don't know who Sam Bailey is, bro. Champ Bailey. You know who Champ oh, Bailey? Oh, I thought you said Sam Bailey. <laughs> like yo, this quarterback. <laughs> that's Champ. That's, that's Champ. <laughs> Sam Bailey this sounds qu- trash. This quarterback. quarterback sounds trash. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Oh, I are you say. talking about Sam Bailey now? <laughs> I don't know who Sam Bailey is, but telling me sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but nah, Champ Bailey, he deserves to be in that joint. He was like, he got, a, did he did he get inducted this year? I know he was. Uh, it was between him and some other corners. I'm pretty sure he got inducted this year. Damn. Yeah, I guess Andre the, Andre Johnson's still not in that joint. He can he just retire? Nah, he, uh, Andre Johnson. He ain't played since 2014. Hey, but are the, all these names you're naming? Have they been on the battle so he was, yet? He was a, 
And Those guys have Andre Johnson. I think was first on it this past season, so he was a first. He would have been a first ballot if he had one. Which I agree, he's not a first ballot. So yeah, he's. But other guys like uh, Ed Reed has been on the ballot since 2017. Okay, so he's Ed been, Reed's he's also been, battling with other obviously great corners. There's a lot more corners and safeties than you're going to battle with with quarterbacks. Quarterbacks is going to be like a dime and a dozen. Like, who's he going to go against? Ben Roethlisberger and some Warren Philip Moon. Rivers? Philip Warren Moon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you said different generations. I'm thinking like – like Oh. No, nah, I mean, because – well, first, I think, I'm pretty sure Warren Moon's in the Hall of Fame one. And then, yeah. two, I think – I think yeah. – I'm not sure about how many positions they put for each one. I'm not sure if there's a limit on that or not. See, yeah. I don't really know how that thing works, but I just feel like he'd be a first ballot compared to other quarterbacks. I don't think so. You're talking about a guy who led the league in turnovers multiple times. You're talking about a guy who, outside of those two, um, those two Super Bowl wins those years, he mm-hmm. he. I think he's only won one playoff game. Golly, stop playing. Yeah, but no, dead serious. Whenever like he's never he's never actually just won a playoff game or like went deep. Like there's many years where he didn't they didn't even make the. He's he's missed the playoffs more times than he's made it for one. Yeah, he had yeah, for he's sure. he's had really bad like I said he's led the NFL in turnovers multiple several times I believe, and then on top of that too. Like I said, you, you, if you take those two years out, which obviously those two years are great accomplishments, but if you're looking at his whole career though, if you take those two years out, he's had a very subpar career. So give me a quarterback that's had a vicious career, no Super Bowls. Just give me one of those real quick. Dan Marino. Okay. Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really know. I didn't get to see Wasn't Dan Marino play. Wasn't expecting that one day yet. I just, know the, I just know everything you see about Dan Marino is going to be good now. So, I didn't because get to he really. Was, he was kind of, I mean, he was like, the, he had all the stats. Like, all the um, records. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Bad, Pey- Peyton finally broke those. But he had all the single, like, the individual records. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't. Mm-hmm. He never won a Super Bowl, though. Hmm. Would you, you think like some, who who you think out of Eli or Donovan McNabb first in the Hall of Fame? I definitely don't. I don't think Donovan McNabb's a Hall of Famer either. You don't think he is? I mean, he's been no. in like ten straight NFC championships. Oh my gosh, he so did. <laughs> <laughs> he was he there every the year jokes. while I was in middle school. It was just Eagles in the NFC championship. It don't mean nothing though. <laughs> Hold on, let me let's bring up his stats. Donovan McNabb. Michael. Oh, Michael Vick for sure. I'm thinking Michael Vick. But that's because Michael Vick's just a – he's just a millennial player. He changed the game. All right, McNabb, his completion percentage is 59%. If you want to bring up Eli's, Eli's joints. Um, his career per- completion percentage is 59%. He threw for 37,232 touchdowns. Um, let's see. Let's see his rushing stats in there too, though. Hmm. And on top of that rushing, he ran for 600 yards. He didn't, he didn't get that many rushing yards as I expected for a quarterback. Yeah, he, that wasn't, was, he wasn't really re- moving like that. He was just <laughs> Whenever I think Dominic now, I think that down. one clip of him juking the, red, the Redskin player by the goal line when he's like oh this over-exaggerated juke. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, rushing yards? Oh, no, I was looking at rushing attempts. I'm tripping. No, this man ran for th- over nearly 3,500 yards throughout his career. He had he had multiple seasons with like 400 rushing yards, which were pretty good for a quarterback, especially when in his early years. He actually had a season where he ran for 629 yards, 
but it started going way down as his career went on, being more of a passer. But he ran for 29 touchdowns as well. So you're looking at third, but I mean, yeah, his individual stats are nowhere near because like I said, Eli's going to be a guy who's going to be top seven. But he has um, success. He won a lot. Like they were in a they were in the championship game a lot. Yeah, they were. But I, I mean, I don't. I I doubt it. I yeah, doubt I do too. That. I, doubt <laughs> I do that too. Yeah, but I, I doubt do. it I, does. Hmm. So Eli or Michael Vick? You think Michael Vick will make it first over him? With the I don't know if he, that's that's what I'm saying. For for me to see Terrell Owens slip, it's like who then like for me Michael Vick would definitely slip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Terrell Owens <laughs> set the bar on that one. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know if, if he if he can slip. And he didn't and, and the thing is Terrell Owens never did anything that bad, bro. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, he was actually like a good teammate. I would want to have, if unless I was a receiver. To me, he wanted to win. To me, he wanted to win, bro. That's it. And then he felt like. And the thing is, he usually got like that when they were losing, and he wasn't getting the ball. It's kind of like Odell. Odell gets mad. Like I never heard Odell complain about not getting the ball when they were winning. When they went like when they made the playoff run and all that stuff, he never complained about not getting the ball. And he probably got just as many targets then as he did when they were started losing. Which is the fact that they were losing on top of it, so he won the ball even more because it's like. As any elite player, you would want the ball in your hands. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Speaking of Odell, I wanted to ask you a take on uh, with the whole Cleveland Brown situation. Do you think, like with Greedy, he was talking about Super Bowl stuff, and then Odell saying they want to be the next Patriots, is that the third? <clears throat> what do you think, like, the limit is for a player in terms of, I guess, what they like? Do you think it's bad when a player tries to predict results of a game or results of the season? Yeah, um, and I only feel like this because just kind of playing football myself and kind of getting to college, You, I think there's a thing called, like, football karma. And it's just, like, the way you prepare for the game is what you get out of it. And I feel like if you're just putting all these things out and you're not – I think they should just be focused on week one, you know? Like, that's one thing the pages are really good at. They just focus on, like, what's in front of them. They don't think about Super Bowls. I never really hear them say they're trying to get back to the Super Bowl. They always talking about like who they got in front of them the next game. Like, yeah, and that's why they're able to like, if it's a team that they're gonna have to that likes to take away the run, they're gonna pass a lot. If it's a team that takes away the pass, they're gonna run the ball with some random running backs. Like, so I think the um, Browns Odell sees like they got the potential to do it, but at the end of the day, I don't know if any of them players have ever even played a serious playoff game, and that stuff means a lot. Like. <laughs> Football is not it's not like NBA playoffs. You got you got like one one game to get it done, and if you don't get it done, you're out. That whole season was a wash. So if he could get, if they could just realize that and they like get some good coaching, they can definitely do it. But speaking like speaking into like Super Bowl stuff, that's just like playing into the media. I feel like. Yeah, and I think like like you said, you never to say you want to be like the Patriots. You never hear the Patriots talk about <clears throat> any of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, not... If you want to be like the Patriots, then don't talk about nothing. <laughs> like literally, just go to work. I mean, it's obvious too. Like, you want to be the best team. You want to be like the team that's dominated this last generation. I think those are obvious things you don't need to be speaking of. Yeah, I mean, I, like especially for a team that like the coach was talking about, um, <laughs> they haven't accomplished anything yet. You know what I mean? And then the, you got like a corner talking about. 
a corner that hasn't played hasn't played a down yet. <laughs> he didn't even make it to the camp. Talking yet, about bro. talking about Super Bowl. Yeah, we can do it. Bro, you don't know what you about to get into right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, too, bro. No, the Patriots have never had the best roster in the NFL all the time they won the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really look at – the Rams had a better roster last year, way better roster. Even Atlanta had a better roster than the Patriots did. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about Julio compared to Edelman. Like, like what are we talking about? You're talking right. about Todd Gurley compared to whoever the – I don't even know. I mean, and the Patriots have, like, a running back by committee thing going on. You're talking about Aaron Donald compared to whoever. If you're talking about – um. Years past with the Seahawks, we're talking about like Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor compared to whoever. I mean, obviously Devin McCourty and they had a reason. That's said it's about coaching but, too. You got you yeah. have all these players, but you got to have some coaching up. Handle those eagle, egos, my fault. Because yeah. like Bill Belichick ain't going to have Odell acting up. You're gone. Yeah, it's not happening. for sure. For sure. Like, like all, all that, all that brand happen. stuff is like, like, um. Do you want to be the Patriots? Because if you want to be, I don't even want to be like that. How often have you seen Tom Brady? I mean, I always thought about this when when Brady and and Peyton Manning were going at it. I never saw Tom Brady on commercials. I always saw Peyton Manning on commercials. I always saw yeah. Peyton on every on every joint, but I never yeah. saw Tom Brady on commercials. Same way in basketball, I see Chris Paul in every commercial. The guys that see every <laughs> commercial don't win championships, bro. And I'm not trying to say it's because of that, but it's a weird correlation though when you really think about it. The guys you constantly see in commercials is like, like I don't know. The championships like that in any sport. Yeah, I know that. Who's who'd you say? Um, Peyton Manning on those commercials. Yeah, I think Tom Brady got commercials like later, but he was definitely more focused on film. And you can't say Peyton wasn't because he was a damn computer on the football field. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's caused that, but I said it. I really think it's a weird correlation though when you really look at like the guys who are constantly on commercials all the time, mm-hmm. and versus the guys who like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not someone who believes in like. Like when when everyone was talking about the Giants, the boat thing. Remember when the, when the receivers went down to Miami and went on a boat or something like that? Mm-hmm. That that boat that boat pick, and then they lost the playoff game. Even though they had those days off, so regardless, they could have been had those days off in New York where it was freezing, or they decided to go, which they had the financial funds to just fly to Miami for a weekend, real quick, get on a boat, and come right back. They could have just been. They could have did the exact same thing in New York. It just would have been cold. They could have literally just all linked up. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like that doesn't really show you you're not focused. You know what I'm saying? But it's something that people are going to look at and point at. You know what I'm saying? And people always like like with with the Browns with if they start, let's say they get bounced first round, or let's say they let's say I think I think for the Browns this year it would be a season failure if they don't make the playoffs or win the division. I don't think winning the Super Bowl should be like like if the Browns don't win the Super Bowl, people aren't going to be like, oh, it was a season lost. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think if they don't make if they don't make the playoffs, that's pretty bad. I think. For a team that has that much young talent and has invested now, now starting to make moves like they want to win now. It used to be making all these moves because they want to win later, like trading back in the draft, collecting more picks. They said, woo, woo, not, not signing veteran guys. We'd rather save that money and build through the draft. And this, that, they've done that. Now they're trading draft picks for guys like Odell. You know what I'm saying? Now they're trading draft picks to get uh, to fix the front, like uh, Olivier Vernon and stuff like that. Now they're trying to make moves like, all right, now this is it's time. You know what I'm saying? And if they don't win the division now, I think that's I think that's a season loss. Yeah, I think he just Odell kind of just sees it like they're the Warriors of football. Like they're just so stacked. You would think if everybody just did their job and like their skill was compared to the next person's skill, they should win. But unfortunately, that's not how football works. So. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, like I said, I think the. The Rams, I mean, the Rams roster was 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 stacked oh, yeah. last year. Yeah. And but the thing is, they they worked together as a team though very well. 
You know what I'm saying? I think they gelled pr- like pretty quick, especially offensively. Defensively, at the beginning of the year, their defense was really suspect. But they ended up connecting. By the time postseason came, they, the defense was clicking. Dominican Sousa are stepping it up. Marcus Peters stepped his, his game up big time in the postseason. They started getting guys be, uh, back healthy, like Akeem Tlaib and stuff. So, But I don't know if the Browns – one thing the Browns have done, they've built more through the draft, I feel like, on both sides of the ball. You know what I'm saying? Both their corners through the draft, uh, Ed Garrett, uh, Garrett uh, through the draft, the offensive when it comes to quarterback and um, line and stuff like that. The draft, they've um, the running backs through the draft. The majority of the team is through the draft. It was not like they just like kind of like took pieces from other teams to try to glue it together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Man, it's gonna be a doozy this year in NFL. I love it though. I like when teams sh- like change up their whole rosters and stuff. That's, yeah, that's all I really even do on that, and I just be. Like trading players away and stuff. Yeah, get a whole new look, especially like with this year. And the thing about the NFL too is like, I mean, how often is it like? I mean, this year people expected the Rams to be good this year, but um, you know, two years when Sean McVay first took that job, people didn't expect the Rams to be where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Like in the NFL, you could like they're able to turn. <laughs> there's always like that surprising team, like when the freaking Panthers went 15 and one and went to the Super Bowl. No one really saw that coming. You know what I mean? When yeah, when yeah. freaking you know what I mean? It's all, no one saw the Eagles captain last year. No one saw that coming. So it's always there's always going to be a team randomly. I mean, this year to me, the Rams team, no one had the Bears dominate the NFL like that. Everyone, I think, I think you obviously on paper you could say, okay, their defense is stacked, but they didn't know what Trubisky was going to do. They didn't know what the rookie uh, Matt Nagy was going to do as a head coach. You know what I'm saying? And they they look, they dominated a lot of teams in the NFL last year, made it in the playoffs. I mean, obviously they had a kicker. They would have been. <laughs> In the next oh round against gosh. against against the Saints, it wouldn't have got bounced against the Eagles, and if I would even had a better record from the regular season. Bro, when so, I watched I mean, I that think... one Saints play when the Rams like pass interference, it's crazy how you don't call that. It's like, insane. It's, it's insane. It's like you're just looking at it, just have it right in front of you. You're just like it's insane. All right, I mean, one. what? What? <laughs> I mean, to me, the Saints have had the best team in the NFL the last two years. Oh yeah, the best team in the NFL. I mean, two years ago, Maybe. their defense. Yeah. Two years ago, with because because starting two years ago, they developed. It used to be just Drew Brees, and the defense sucked, and they would lose games thirty-five, forty-two type of thing. Two years ago, they invested in Lattimore, right, and they got Kamara. Both dudes won Rookie of the Year on the same team, on the same team, offensive Rookie of the Year and defensive Rookie of the Year. So for that to happen, and then on top of that, too, they started getting um, Cameron Jordan, obviously with his pass rush. They uh the guy that everyone kind of gets on for what happened against the Minnesota Vikings. Remember, I mean, think about they lost the two last two playoffs, bro. Two years ago, remember the freaking the miracle in the what was it? What what is the giant in the Minnesota in the Meadowlands? Yeah, not Meadowlands. That's New York. Mm. The Minneapolis miracle, some some crap like that, right? Think about how they lost that game. But that safety Williams, he was one of the best safeties in the in the NFL as a rookie. I mean, I forgot how many picks he had. He was one of the league leaders in interceptions. You know what I'm saying? But they basically what I'm getting at their their defense was top ten, top ten. They might have been a top five defense that year, honestly. And then on top of that, they had a top five offense. Obviously, with Drew Brees, they had Ingram. Ingram finally started. I mean, two years that's when Ingram started taking off, and people were like, "Oh, he looks like that back from Alabama." And then with Kamara, and then the emergence of Michael Thomas being an elite receiver in the NFL, like they've had, they were a, become a balanced team. It's they can beat you through the air. If you want to take that away, okay, we can beat you literally just running the ball, literally doing whatever we want with that. And then on top of that, too, now our defense is going to show up. We're, we're going to get sacks and force turnovers if you try to play, if you want to try to catch up. You know what I mean? And they had that two years ago. Last year, the defense was lacking a little bit, but the defense started picking it up near the end of the season. 
Um, so I think the Saints, if they were the best team two years ago, the best team last year, I think they're the best team coming into this year. And they're in a win-now mode, too. Obviously, they know the age of Drew Brees. They're trying oh, to get, <laughs> get a ring. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think this is their year. If they don't – yeah, they don't have to play the Browns in the playoffs. So, I'm not saying that they won't the, beat the Browns. <laughs> I, don't think the, I don't think the Browns go that far in the playoffs, though. I think I, – I, I see them getting there. I think, I think they should win their division. Which would put them at a top four seed in a home game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think I think the Chiefs to me are the best team in the AFC. Um, yeah. I feel like Baker so Mayfield is not ready for this for this moment yet. You know what I mean? Like he's still like a second year. But then again, Patrick Mahomes on his like first real year went off. Yeah, it's a different animal though. Like to me, I think like the Chiefs could have very. If it was for a guy jumping on sides, they're in the they're in the play they're in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, last <laughs> last year, both conference championship games came down to literally one was the rest blew it. The other one, the guy was offsides, but it was still kind of like it was an irrelevant offsides. The guys just lined up wrong. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I'm not saying you shouldn't call that. I'm not, but I'm I'm just saying like the guy could have easily just literally just slid back. You know what I'm saying? But it came down to a call. You know what I mean? So it's just like if the Chiefs to me, they got younger on the defense side of the ball. Their defense sucked last year to begin with. So like, I, don't, I really don't think that defense would get much worse. But then they added Tyron Matthew. They add um, what was it Ford from the Seahawks, the D, the edge rusher. They add um, they had some other pieces too to free agency, like some some more depth. They invested in the draft too, um, with some front seven guys and a safety from Virginia who's pretty good. So I mean I think I think the Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC, and then I think the Saints in the NFC. Mm. Well, time will tell. <laughs> Last year, last year, my preseason prediction was Saints versus Texans. I almost oh, had it. Yeah, I almost had the it. Texans came on late. Yeah, because the Texans it started took, off like, horrible. Yeah, you <laughs> was like, "Deshaun yeah. Watson sucks. He's trash." Yeah, I was like, "This guy fell off." <laughs> they didn't yeah, take him first with his first pick. Now he's just like fourth round in the fantasy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I might take Mahomes in the first two rounds in fantasy football next year. Hey, he's fifty easy. That's what I'm saying. And when you think about it, they still don't – I don't know who their starting running back is right now. I guess they're going with who, the guy they had last year. I forgot who it was. But, I mean, the guy was pretty good, though. I mean um, – I'm training. But <laughs> I, can, I can take a few carries. 2020 vision, baby. Time <laughs> in before the playoffs. I'm ready. <laughs> Week 18. Yeah. Now, what's it called? Uh, wild card round. Um, but now <laughs> – I would take Pat. Yeah, I think I might take Pat Mahomes like dumb early this year, bro. Just say screw it. I might take him first just to blow you. You'd be pissed. Yeah, I'd be hot. You gonna have to trade your whole team for him. I'm a I'm gonna settle for Kyler Murray in the in the thirteenth round. <laughs> and it's still gonna work though. <laughs> You're all rushing yards to my quarterback. I'm about to just I don't know. My whole team's gonna come like week three, so I'm not even worried about the draft. Just getting pieces. There's a lot of assets. rookies. There's a lot of rookies this year, especially like like at um DK Metcalf, oh. <laughs> first oh my round gosh, pick. I can't. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that would be hilarious. There's so many. There's so many running backs that go in the first round. You think of like Saquon Barkley. I, I think it's who I would stay away from, bro. Is Todd Gurley. I think they're t- still talking about his knee for one, and then they showed a uh, stat of like guys who led the league in touches the following year. So touches is obviously rushes or passing, receiving attempts. So all that combined, which obviously always going to be a running back. The following year, there's a major fall off from their workload. Like Le'Veon Bell, yeah. um, obviously he didn't play. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but even in years, even in years previous, like the guy who's like led the league in touches, usually like one of them three down backs who get the like catches out the backfield, like a Saquon Barkley will probably like lead the league um, in touches or something like that. But um, there's like a big drop off. So I think Todd Gurley, even him being hurt too, he might have a little drop off this year. That's just because like you know defenses they scheme, so they like yeah. eye on you. They know your tendencies more. But, but I don't know, Le'Veon Saquon Bell Barkley. Though. That's what I'm saying. Le'Veon could be back to a first round joint. Um, McCaffrey, James Conner. Uh, uh, who else? Actually, I've been seeing Le'Veon Bell's workouts on his Instagram. I don't know if that's it. What's he, what's he been doing? He look out of shape or something? No, nah, it's just a bunch of like mini clips and his music videos, basically. A bunch of him uh, doing his music, <laughs> his music sucks. <laughs> he's just been doing eight his... skips to his music the whole video. <laughs> so he's not on AB mode. No, nah, it's not AB. It's Levy. It's like it's Levy on it's Levy on Bell for sure. Well, there's reports that he was like fat, but then I don't know. I, I saw like pitch. He didn't look that that much bigger at all. I can't wait to then see he what has he does. A, you think you think players should report to voluntary? Um, I, putting I, I, I myself in that, that shoe, voluntary camp or involuntary? Yeah, voluntary involuntary camp. camp. I don't know. No, it's, it's voluntary. It's 100 percent voluntary. That's that's what it says in the NFLPA. James. It's voluntary. Yeah. Mini camp. I don't think so because if I put myself in them shoes, um, unless it's like I'm a rookie, I obviously got to be there. But if I'm like leaving on Bell, I'm not going to that joint. Here's my thing. Yeah, I think it depends. Actually, what my first year as a Jet, I want to be there. I want to show people that I'm the I'm the captain. Yeah, that's my thing. If you're a new player, I think you should pull yeah. up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It kind of just shows like you're one of the guys that's probably part of this team, like as a family type. You know what I'm saying? Like when I think thing. about it, like like lost, like if it was really me, and I really think about it, if I'm like trying to be that guy and I'm leaving on Bill, I'll probably be there the whole time. Like, yeah, because like like AB was at was at the Raiders, you know, and he's like obviously you know receivers they wouldn't develop chemistry with their quarterback and really understand plays and stuff like that. But still, I think I think if it's your first year with a team. You should go. Obviously, if you're a rookie or something, you're obviously gonna go. I'm not even sure if it's voluntary for rookies, honestly. But if you're yeah, like, you want to uh, get chemistry with guys, you want to get chemistry with coaches. But once you got that, obviously, I, I think too, you, you follow off the leadership of the team. Like if I'm with the Patriots and Tom Brady goes, who the hell am I not to go to this joint? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm not sure if he did go. I'm not, I'm not sure if he did. I'm, uh, but I'm just saying, like if you're in that position, every team has those leaders though. It's not just Tom Brady, but if like the main leader on that team, who's a veteran there. It's been there for years. Go pulls at the voluntary camp. It's mm-hmm. like it kind of sets the tone that yo everyone has to come to this joint. Like that's what it's being said. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But especially for yeah, Le'Veon, because he kind of did what he did with the Steelers. Even though I want him to get. Yeah, you've money. already been off for you've already been off for a year, bro. You, you not even off. Like you just kind of like left your team teammates out to dry. So it's like you kind of had that kind of stigma going around. Like yeah, it's about me first. Yeah. Yeah. And you got a team aspect game where you got dudes selling themselves for you to just get five yards a game, like yeah. fighting on them trenches Facts. for you. Yeah, so it's like a different too. beast. If I was a running back in the league, I'm buying my linemen gifts all the time. Like, I'm kicking it with yeah. them the most. Because those are dudes got that's going to get me paid for real. Like, Jalen Ramsey didn't show for Jacksonville's joint, but I have no problem with Jalen Ramsey not going. All right. You know what get I'm your DB stuff, man. He's probably yeah. in Florida. Plus, you got to understand. And the thing is, you got to, like, Man, you got to meet up. It's like time and stuff. Those things, like meetings and stuff, those things are a little annoying when you're like in the game for a while. Yeah. So, so you just want to be able to wake up, train when you train, eat when you eat, do what you do. Yeah. Like if you're a third year, if it's like your third or fourth year, you've already been all pro in this league. 
You know what I'm saying? You're already showing you're one of the premier players, if not the best, at your position. And it's kind of like, all right, I'm not learning anything when I come to this joint. I'm not like AB. You know what I'm saying? We see what AB does. So if AB's doing that, instead of going to a camp where he's just going to run a few routes and just go through the motions (laughs) a little bit on plays. Yeah. It's not like these guys are chilling at the crib and just like, and and just drinking and partying. Like these dudes are working. (laughs) Like they're they're professionals. Like AB's out there. He, I mean, AB was doing strength and was practicing with the Raiders and doing strength and conditioning and stuff, and then would meet with his speed coach on the field and do tracks and just do speed stuff and hand stuff. But he's been working like three, four times. I was just watching his uh, little uh, vlog thing on YouTube. Then working out four times a day, bro. Hey, that's like, what you probably should do, man. We need to get you a vlog going, a YouTube channel. Yo, told me that So said the same thing. So said I should get a vlog joint. What's up, man? All you really need is a beautiful iPhone. Yeah, bro, real talk, bro. I mean, it's uh-huh. like iPhone 10, something like that, bro. Like, it's crazy how your phone is just like a real bag. It's like, if you know how to use this phone and know what, like, it's a serious tool to get you money. It's just about yeah. using it right. That's what I be hating, like, looking at my phone sometimes. Like, people that are on their phones making millions every day. I don't try to compare myself to anybody, but it's just like knowing that that's possible. It's like, how do I tap into that? But yeah, man, get you, we need to get that YouTube stuff started. Get you a cameraman. Like, there's too many cameramen we know just from Stewart, where your joint won't be popping, bro. And Soph knows how to do all the edit, video editing. Like, maybe that could be another avenue Soph does, you know? Yeah. Especially, like, like, like um, because I, th- I think, too, like, the main reason I watch those vlog joints for these athletes just literally just pick up on the workouts. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you get something out of it, too. Yeah. You get, like, see the workouts, like, oh, that joint looks dumb. I'm going to do that workout. You know and how many times I'd be, like, like, hitting you up, like, asking for football content? Like, I just want to. Like, just seeing people train and stuff is, like, really inspirational to some football players and stuff. Like, if there was, like, one story, vlog of a dude who was out of, out of football forever and then he came back and he's just training, yeah. that's something that's, like, worth watching, I feel like. Because I'd be looking for it all the yeah. time. I mean, even people, people who don't play football, to me, it's like when you're watching one of the best people, like, athletes in the world, like a guy like A.B., you know what I'm saying, train four times. <laughs> a day to try mm-hmm. to get better and perfect his craft. It's like you can take that into any avenue you're in. You know what I'm saying? For people, if you're an artist, you know what I'm saying? It's like you need to get as many hours in the studio as possible. Or even if you're at the crib, okay, bet I'm gonna just listen to beats all day to find a beat that I really rock with. You know what I'm saying? Or like if someone's like at, you know what I'm saying, at home and, and like it's just like some simple stuff like like reading up on something and like getting more knowledge in one aspect. If it's like taking time to really like, you know what I'm saying, study something, whatever, whatever freaking avenue you're in, to me, it's like, when you see that, it's like, okay, I can pull it out with my life easily. You know what I'm saying? Why there a moped in the background? People riding dirt bikes. <laughs> it looks like Philly out here. I want, I want one of them joints. <laughs> no bull, bro. I don't think you can ride them in VA Street, but... I don't think so. But you think about VA, though, you can find, like, land in VA, though. We need to invest in that type of stuff, bro. Like some four-wheeling. Yeah, man. I got a four-wheeler here. That should be live, bro, but I think the bands are out on it right now. Or I'd be on Android right now. Yeah, that tough. I remember I used to always play the like, the dirt bike racing game on PS2. Yeah. That used to be so That's fire. like the only thing, like maybe that game or a car racing game and the straights NFL and NBA after that. I'm honestly contemplating buying a PS3 so I can get NCAA 14. I'm really – I was, I was literally looking at prices. Don't they got that joint for PS4? No, nah, NCAA 14 was the last one, and PS4 came out in, like, 2015, I think. They didn't make a new version of NCAA, but I'm sure they made a copy of that on PS4. Because I'd be saying nah. people play that on YouTube all the time. 
They're playing on PS3. I promise you. Well, it's That's probably like $5 right at GameStop. <laughs> nah, they know people want that. I looked it up. Some were like $69.99, and there were some going for hundreds of dollars, bro. Bro, I got a PS3 right here. For real? What, yep. You say it's worth 300 Hold on, let me see. Look, NCAA 14. Yeah, the cheapest one GameStop selling for $69.99. That's NCAA 14. And the only web, the only system, I said only website, only platforms, it has Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 are the only uh, systems it has it for. It came out, it came out July 9th, 2013. Get an Xbox 360 now. I'm that's still cheap. like that's still like the Xbox a PS3 pretty cheap. That's on PS4 already, and so X, Xbox on Xbox One. You know, you know the PS5 is coming out next year, I think. Oh, start saving right now. They said that, they said there's not going to be loading anymore. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Just turn the system on. Zoom. <laughs> in the game, like, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the future, baby. Right, like you click on a team, we both choose our teams, and we immediately tip off. I don't get how yeah. how how it doesn't load. There's no load. Like, okay, when we pick our teams, and you know, like you press okay, and it takes like you know a couple minutes, like load or whatever it is. Like while I was getting the joint, there's no loading. It's like boom, boom, game. Like check up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's probably what five G is. I think I think so. Real talk. It's just like instant, know. instant. No, 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 I did see something like that. That's why it's so hard. Like, it's not here yet because they're trying so hard. I heard 5G is really bad for cancer, though. Oh, my gosh. I want to laugh, no, but I don't laugh at cancer. But, <laughs> no, like, I'm the dead. correlation, I'm just trying to make it my. <laughs> I heard that's why, like, they. All oh, right, hold on. No, I, I'm the Google guy. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to hold on. Hey, I got check you. That. <laughs> 5G is bad G. for cancer. 5G. Please, please elaborate the list. Bro, literally, I put 5G. I put the letter C. It says causes cancer. That's like the first thing Google. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is 5G doing? <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Cause 5 I'm trying to tell you, bro. 5G. Okay. I'm trying to think which. Here's what we know and don't know. <laughs> so basically, oh, you ain't telling me man. nothing. Right. <sighs> Earlier in February, 5G technology was on display everywhere. Since the uh, blazing fast fifth generation wireless broadband technology is set to be standard equipment on phones and other connect uh, devices very soon, information and disformity, blah, blah, blah. A viral news story circulated in 2018 claiming that a mass die off of birds occurred in the Netherlands after a test of 5G networks. Um, Snopes rounded up the evidence on this claim, determining it was false. Mass birds. Die-offs are bizarre, but not uncommon, I bet. And this particular one <laughs> took place months after a 5G test and not even in the same place. The link between cell phone use and cancer is far more complicated than that. Um, well, people who promote the link between cell phones and cancer often cite a large-scale study conducted in National Toxicology Program. A division of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services inverse reported on the initial result of this study when they were released in 2016, but the final version came out at the end of 2018. The study researched exposed more than 7,000 rats and mice to radio frequency radiation. That's the type emitted by cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, over that <clears> course, <throat> multiple uh, years, then analyzed the effects of the animals. So that's how they studied it, and they said there was no... Um, they said like it was a basically coincidence, basically what they're saying. Mm. Um, I mean, when I think about it, like 
right now we're pretty much the testing guinea pigs for everything going on with this cell phone stuff. Like, who's to say when we turn fifty, what's yeah. gonna be? Where we gonna be at with like our brains like, and bro, stuff? We got we're sleep with, we sleep with them next to our head. We literally sleep with them next to our head. Like, we while they charging at night, like right there. Yeah, and it's just weird knowing like you can wear two AirPods and like a whole song's getting played through that stuff. Like all this, all this radio. You said radio frequencies. Like all that stuff just yeah, going same. through. Weird, right to your head. Yeah, I've been thinking about even with microwave. We don't have no long term effects on microwaves, dude. Bro, I'd be trying to stay oh, away from microwave. microwaves. Yeah, so the the radiation used in a in a cell phone, radio mm-hmm. frequency radiation. That's RFR, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. That's what's in um cell phones. I'm not sure what's like in the type of like microwaves and stuff like that. But there's a lot of stuff like we don't know. Like like you said, we don't know none of the long term effects of nothing. I think about, think about like the like our like grandparents, right? Yeah. Like they grew up in a time where li- literally cigarettes was like a hundred percent okay. Like they literally had in the hospital, they had smoking areas. <laughs> My grandma was telling me they had smoking areas in the hospital. Like, that's how, that's how like ignorant they were to the fact of how terrible cigarettes was for you. You know what I'm saying? So who's to say that we don't <laughs> we're not gonna be just ignorant about a whole bunch of stuff that we're yeah. doing? Yeah. But apparently in the future, we're going to have, like, chips in our arms and stuff. We're not going to have wallets no more. We don't need those. No credit cards. Is it Bill? Is it? Um, hold on. Let me know the name. Bill not a science guy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you get your, that's where you get your information? <laughs> no, nah, nah, I was going to say Bill Gates. Okay. <laughs> oh. you, know he's not, you know he's not really a scientist? Yeah. <laughs> he's a nest. Bro, I swear we used to watch him in science class, though. Like that's how I got hit to he, build. He was now. just he was literally just reading the script. We could have did that. Bro, I'm about to become a scientist. If that's all it is. So uh, hold on, let me see. Bill Gates is working on, on building the um I believe the uh, first smart city in Arizona, I believe. Oh nice. I'm trying to get out there right now. That's like the wild wild west. He he invests day. eighty million to build Arizona smart city. We need to get smart. <laughs> like, they I think they're already city. making one. That's the first one I think they're making in the United States. I think they're already working on a smart city in India, I believe. I'm, I'm the stat guy here. I just got random crap for y'all. Y'all can search what y'all want out. <laughs> 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 I'm just throwing stuff at y'all. Yeah. But yeah. This is the first time kind of, of a smart city. Yeah. Is so, it? like, basically, there'll be no. Um, you ever seen the Amazon st- grocery stores? Like, they talk, they haven't released it. I don't think they've opened any yet, but like, you don't purchase anything at the register. You literally like take it off the, the shelf uh-huh. and you just walk out, and it basically charges your Amazon after you checked in. Like it goes off, like I guess the weight. I don't know how they do it. To be honest with you, I have no freaking clue. But there's no people working the joint. Hmm. You literally go in, you <laughs> lift. Let's say I want some peanut butter. I lift the peanut butter up, and then when I walk out, like that's got like it gets charged to my Amazon thing. So that's what the story they're trying to create. You just like literally walk out with it. So, like, but you can you know, only like, get in if you're like an Amazon member or something. Yeah, yeah. I guess you. I think you scan it when you walk, first walk in. What if somebody tries to like come in right after you? I feel like there's. <laughs> I feel like there's endless ways to finesse this. <laughs> yeah, like. But I guess. I'm already, I guess my brain is going like I said, crazy. I don't know. I don't know all the details. I'm assuming there's a pretty <laughs> thorough way though that they got to figure it out. Where you know what I'm saying? I'm just looking at it from like. The, the outs the outside just looking what it looked like from the video I saw. Okay. But as for like what it's actually, I'm sure they got it down to a science. I mean, it's a freaking smart city. But yeah, everything's gonna be just literally like technology. 
Um, I think all the homes, all the all the homes are gonna have um, like smart home, like the smart homes where everything you literally just talk to everything and it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like every house AI there. in our homes. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's That's gonna be crazy, like, bro. You remember, you remember that Disney movie? Yeah, Smart House. What was it called? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was that was a movie, house. That's bro. Crazy. <laughs> bro, that was insane. And the robot was she trying to take over the family? She was like, she like, yeah, she wanted. I think she wanted the husband. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just realized the plot of this movie. <laughs> oh my god, man. that's hilarious, bro. Man, we watching a, a robot young trying to cuff a human. A house. A house. A whole. <laughs> A whole house, you know. You move in a house. I'm like, oh, I'm going smack. This is mine. <laughs> this box right now. I got to get this wife up out of here. <laughs> now, between that and then, like, iRobot I to me is literally what's going to happen with the future with the, with the AI stuff. Yeah, man. Like, I think I really think the robots are just going to realize, like, we're the biggest threat and they're just going to, like, knock us off. Yeah, because the whole time we scared. <laughs> As they're being created right now, we scared. Bro, if you all go on YouTube and literally YouTube, uh, uh, what is it? Two, ro- two robots ten- having a conversation. Two robots having a Yeah, but that's a part of it. But there's like a top 10 of scariest like AI stuff. And you just talk about like all these like freaky like little stuff that robots been doing. Like, and they always like joke around about killing humans, bro. They stay tough bringing it up. <laughs> right. So, yo, we gotta not, we gotta kill these joints. Fuck that. They hear it. Our phones are robots. So chill, bro. They know what's going on. But if I was yes. thinking like if, the, if we having smart houses, the government can easily pick on everything. Like, I don't trust that. I mean, yeah, people, you already get that with, like, the Amazon, I mean, the, um, what's the Amazon joint called? Amazon Prime? I don't know. No, nah, what's that little, the little, uh, the, is it Alexa? Alexa. Oh, uh, Alexa? Yeah, and then you got the Google one, too, obviously, with our phone. I mean, to me, I'm not really, people always talk about the government. I'm, I'm not talking about nothing that crazy. I'm talking crap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like yeah, you're, like, playing like, everyday like, stuff. Up. Yeah, saying. like it's not like I'm plotting. People always bring but it up. But still, I don't want them in like. Do you, how do you feel about like Facebook or like Instagram taking like the things you like and like putting that, taking all the numbers and data and like pushing stuff, hey, not sell something to you? How do you feel about like, that, son? So get this: I put up on my on my Instagram story. I I just wrote it on my Instagram story. I literally wrote like, "Yo, does anyone know people that do like meal prep?" For sitting, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I literally put that, bro. Not even within 24 hours, son. Did I like go on my like you know when you flip through your story and then an advertisement almost pops up that you can skip through it too? But uh-huh. it was for meal prep. It was literally an advertisement off Instagram for meal prep. So it was like they literally read my joint. Yeah, bro. I didn't even say it. I didn't like speak it. Like it was pretty freaking weird. And then like it, it be what's weirder to me though is when like um because for me that I mean I guess I'm at the end of the day it's on my social media I'm putting it out there uh-huh. right so for them to retaliate to it isn't that crazy. I mean my 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 page is is open to the public. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that's not really like an invasion of privacy at the end of the day. And it's not like I got to click it. But what's creepier to me, though, is like when we're in mid-conversation. You ever been in a conversation with someone? Uh-huh. Like, for instance, we're talking about the 5G chain. And I literally <clears> just, <throat> you go to, let's say you like trying to figure out the answer or something. And, and you go to Google. Yeah. And you put like one letter and it talks, <sighs> but it literally brings out the whole thing of what you're talking about exactly. But what y'all talking about ain't even that common, though. It could be like some weird, like, like Bro, weird phrase. And not, it will literally get you everything right you talk about. Because one time I was like, I can't remember exactly what I was doing, but I was like trying to solve something. And then when I went to Google, it had like everything I was already thinking. I think it had the definition of something like as soon as I typed in the word P, it had a, yeah. a word with the definition of something I was thinking. I think I was writing like a rap or something. And then that, that popped up. I was like, whoa, that doesn't even make sense, bro. Bro, you could literally be, we could be arguing about the weight 
of a watermelon. And then you could put the weight of, and the first thing that'll pop up is the weight of a watermelon. Exactly. Like, I know dang sure this is not the most Google thing. For <laughs> yeah, what's the yeah. Of. There's like, no way. I don't even think about this to this last second. <laughs> so why is that Why is that already on the computer? Like the first yeah, that's, thing? What, that's when you know somebody's like listening in. You know what I mean? That's but I guess, I guess though, if you... It, yeah, it's like really official, helpful, right? Is yeah, that good that's though? What I was you know what nah, because they can like. At the end of the day, it's like taking our information and trying to make something for that. Like, say we're talking about something, we're complaining about something. Now they're trying to figure out something to fix those complaints, and then, but it's just like we ain't. That's like spying, though. Like you can give that information to the government, which is why I think the government was trying to sue. Um, what's that dude, Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, because he uh. They're having, like, a big data fight, and I don't really know too much about it, but I'm just giving y'all, like, all I do is just touch on topics. I don't get, to get too in deep with it, but, yeah, he was just trying to, um, they're suing him because he has too much data, and they're trying to take that data, because Facebook, obviously, everybody pretty much had a Facebook in their life, and they got all this data. The government, they have more data than the government right now, so the government doesn't like that, obviously. They want to be the ones in control, So and, and he's not rocking, so now they're trying to, like, suit trying to shut that down so you can't you can't even get data from facebook they, or data can't they can't take data from everybody's like conversations and stuff they're trying to shut that down now but i don't know man I don't, I think... it, what's creepy to me is uh i was what like elon you ever heard elon musk talk about robots yeah it's pretty freaking creepy it was like when he was on the joe rogan podcast he was talking about him and he he was one point he said if you can't beat him join him and there was another point where he said, I, I, I don't know who them is, but he said, I told them we need to stop. We need to slow down. And they kept going. It's almost as if he came from the future and was like warning us of what's about to happen. Right? It was pretty freaking freaky, especially from a guy who's that smart and can like foresee things the way he sees things. Like this dude works like 50 projects at once, but like advanced. We're talking like this man's working on building underground roads. You know what I'm saying? For mm-hmm. us to like transport cars that can drive themselves. You know what I'm saying? He's working on like all types of wild stuff, bro. So like for him to be able like to, for him for him to kind of see that stuff like see it trending that direction to me is like very alarming. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's that's where it's like kind of freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that he shot a Tesla into space? Did he say he has? I mean, they had like a whole little. You could watch it on YouTube when they send the rocket, but there's like pictures showing that that was fake. Like there's literally a Tesla with like a moon man sitting inside of it and a helmet. And it's just supposed to be floating through space right now. I can't, I, I can't see that like being real true. So the 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 te- like the car, right? Yeah, <laughs> like just a Tesla car. The car, like, was it was it equipped with like, or did they? They put it like, on a rocket. Else? Oh, then yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, it's, I like, thought yeah, first attached. I thought you could say, like the car had. Oh my like, god! The car was like the technology to just shoot up out this joint. Nah. It's like how the space crit, like how it breaks off once it gets to space and everything. Yeah. Oh, I can believe that. Then yeah, sure. I don't know, bro. But again, it could be true. I guess that's a liability because if that test ever like gets back into our right, uh, <laughs> cracks the ozone, cracks that yeah, cracks the ozone later, just crashes a flying Tesla, bro. <laughs> yeah, someone's getting Tesla's getting sued crazy. Yo, his whole I'm suing for everything of that thing. Pull your stocks immediately. Oh my gosh. Imagine like if you had stopped in uh Tesla when he shot that joint up. Yeah, it'd be over with. I don't know, man. But Tesla is the future, I think. I think all cars need to go towards electric because that's only low key to move. 
Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's heading that direction, too, especially because, you know, people talking about self-driving cars, too, and all that stuff. I don't know how. It would take me a very long time yeah. to trust a self-driving car. Yeah. Um, I know some people are more, more like, with it than others, but to me, it's like, I don't know, bro. Like, I think the, I think they said that the testing rate is 90. I forgot what they said. I, think, I believe it was 97% was the testing rate. You know what I'm saying? For oh, as in like no accidents, like as a 97 percent like safe driving mm-hmm. joint. Which to people that sounds 97 percent is awful. That means every hundred times you get in the car, you get in three accidents. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty bad. So Damn, when you put it like that, it sounds crazy. Yeah, because I mean 97 percent. That's not that good. You know what I'm saying? It should be like I mean think about how many times you get in a car. You get in a car nearly every day a year. That's 300 something. You know what I'm saying? You can go years without getting in a car accident. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, <sighs> So to me, yeah, exactly. But so, yeah, so to me, I'm not sure. And that's like the um, self-driving cars. So they're self-driving like trucks that have like like uh, scripted routes that they're going. You know what like, I'm saying? Like um, them AT or not ATVs, but uh, eighteen wheeler type yeah, joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Like that, they have like a scripted like point A to point B joint. That's I think a very efficient rate from from what I've uh, like looked up. But for, as for like cars, like every like basically me and you like hopping in a self driving car, and that car's gonna take us to the grocery store one second, then take us to the gym, and then this like literally just everyday like tasks. Mm-hmm. That the rate is I think ninety seven. So when it's not like a scripted, because uh, they want to get to the point where you literally like oh you oh you left them in the house, I pop a U turn real quick. It's literally like you're driving the car. You know what I'm saying? But you don't have to. That rate I think is like at the ninety seven percent, which like I said still isn't um, very good if you really think about it. So I'm not sure how, how far we are from that. But then again, I mean, it's a whole new generation coming up who might, that, that might be all they view is, is like safe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is, is technology. They might not trust people at all versus us. We, we kind of, we were the last generation to really be in both. You know what I'm I saying? I love we it saw, too, bro. Yeah. We're blessed with that, man. Yeah, we, we really two different perspectives, Two different perspectives on everything. Yeah, we kind of have like a little twist of the old school, like really having like respect for things, still being kind of conservative in some sense, like, oh no, like people should still do this, people should still say, you know what I'm saying? Things like that versus <clears throat> obviously people, the generation before is like, is more like a hundred, like a hundred percent that way. I think we're still kind of still open to like the new technology, but it's like we still want to be like informed about it though. I feel like and then the new generation doesn't really want to be informed about the technology, they just want to trust it. And it's like, I don't think we're like people like in their mid 20s. Or late twenties aren't like, oh yeah, bet. Like I got questions when you're talking about technology and stuff. I kind of want to mm-hmm. know what the hell I'm getting into. Yeah, man. That's kind of what J. Cole was talking about on Middle Child. <laughs> what the hell was he talking about that? It's on Middle Child. That's what it is. Like he's stuck in between old rappers oh. and new rappers. Oh. I thought you meant stuck between <laughs> the exact same conversation. Self driving car. I was like, why the hell is he rapping about that? Dude's so whack. <laughs> you about to hate him even more. Now he's rapping about self-driving trucks. They rap about, te- about Tesla. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, oh that be That's hilarious, bro. Man, God willing, these robots don't take us and kill us, and they just help us with everything, you know. <laughs> Servants. <laughs> Is that slavery? <laughs> if we make ro- if we create robots. <laughs> Is this slavery if he does everything? Yeah, I mean, shoot, we're not paying them, and then we're not doing the best. They don't, they don't, they don't have human rights. You know what I'm but saying? Do, so, but do they have lives? Like, can they have a life? Like, a life? Why'd you say life like that? <laughs> a life? Because <laughs> think about it. Like, if we, 
leave the robot. <laughs> if we left our robot at home and he wasn't working or nothing, is he about to really go make moves, go chill with other robots? <laughs> what if what if you come home and your robot's chilling the couch watching TV? I'd be hot. <laughs> 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 If you don't think about what's going on in this TV, you don't even need to watch it. Just watch it brave. Why are you watching? Why are you watching other robots as a robot on TV? Bro? Yeah, you know what's you happening. Know you already know this. <laughs> you be hot, <laughs> lazy ass robot. You ain't programmed. <laughs> lazy, you lazy robot. Don't do something with your life, man. You kick out the room, then you sit on the couch and start watching TV. Like, man, get the hell up out of here, man. <laughs> Yo. They didn't clean. They didn't clean the whole house. They fixed the plumbing. They did all that. And you come home. They sitting on the couch, like, bro. If you don't get off of my couch, bro. Yeah, bro. Nobody, nobody thinks about that. And that's when you have a real robot, right? If robots be doing stuff like that, then I they kind of conscious. But if it's just yeah, like it's taking like, all orders, you ain't conscious, bro. But that's what I'm saying. When they start doing that, it's kind of like, what else are y'all gonna just start like ad- adopting from us? Being oh like, you know what I'm saying? like you said, like being like lazy and chilling. Like, why are you adopting that from us? Then it becomes like, what else are you going to adopt from us? <laughs> we, we got some pretty bad habits. <laughs> oh, what if they like really start taking our culture, like <laughs> rapping, <laughs> sports, like a robot basketball player? <laughs> what if you ask for something like, nah, but get yourself, son? <laughs> like, right. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I pay how much money for this? <laughs> nah, I'm going to send this joint back. Yeah, I'm sending you back, bro. I'm not dealing with it. In the morning, you're going home. <laughs> yeah, I'm shipping you back to where you came from. Oh, man. I don't even think God likes the, the idea. And I'm not trying to speak for God or anything, but just thinking about somebody trying to make... What you're, what you're doing with robots is trying to create another life form. That's what they're really really working for, I feel like. Striving to make these things conscious. That's, yeah. playing, that's playing God in my, in my eyes a little bit. <clears throat> I think... Do you think anything like this man-made is against the will of God? Ooh, that's deep. Because he like did make this. Like, even something as simple as, I'm talking like TV. Like, do you think that's against, like, God's will? Like, like that we made TV. You know what I'm saying? No, because it happened. Huh? If it, was, if, it, if it wasn't against God, if it was against God's will, it wouldn't it happen. You know what I mean? Like anything that's there's happening. a lot of things. There's a lot of things against God's will that we do, though. We have we have free will. That's what you gotta understand. We have free will, so therefore God's will isn't oh, always gonna prevail. So I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So would you you think us you, us human beings using our free will creating a TV? Yeah, you think that's against God's will? Uh, I'm not. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I'm not saying. It, I'm asking. I don't think so. I just think what you do with the TV, like people have used television to sell things and put imagery in people's head, young kids' head, and, like, mess them up. So that's against God's will. But at the same time, with that TV, you could preach, you can, you can put um, a sermon on and have someone preaching to somebody or some, a mom could put that on and watch a church service and get the word of God. So it can go both ways, I feel like. It's just a tool. And making tools, I don't think, is against God's will. I feel like, honestly, I feel like technology itself is kind of against, like, where we're at. It's kind of against it. You know what I'm saying? Because one of, for one, I don't understand how we have it. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I know it sounds dumb. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. Like, when you think about it's magic, kind of. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, this stuff is magic, low key. That's what I was just saying with these AirPods. Like, how is my music coming from my phone? No, at some point, it's like, like, bro. And what we got to understand is too, is this, like, like, if someone from a, like, a, 
random island in the Philippines who never seen nothing. I'm just doing a country. God forgive me if <laughs> there's no country like that in the Philippines, but like a third world country that's like not hip to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those indigenous areas, right? Ooh. And then we show them a phone that can literally do anything. And like you said, can play music without ever even, and how we can like, do, literally we can do anything with our phone. I can literally sh- pull them up, pull where we're at the map, zoom mm-hmm. in and be like, yeah, you must, they'd be like, that's magic. That's literally how they're going to do that. Like, and no then you look from the it. evolution of the phone, from where it started to now, how yeah. it, this is crazy. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so bro. what, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Other people view this as magic. And like, like we kind of get the idea of what magic is off like Disney movies, like all this hocus pocus stuff. Like we want to see a witch with a wand. Like to us, that's magic. But like, that's what we were taught magic is. But what if magic like really isn't just that though? What if magic is a lot more than that? You know what I'm saying? Which get, like makes me be thinking like with technology and like where we're, like for me like bro, to sit here and believe like bro, all this stuff is new. This technology stuff is like bro, it's within the last what like hundred years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like bro, like if we go back to like and I, like if we go back to the 1800s, right? They didn't have any of this crap, but now we got like literally all crazy technology for everything. It's like, going where crazy. Like, how does even a TV, like, I know that you could, like, sign up someone who, make, who makes TVs could say how it works, but how do we get there, though, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. who gave, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're Maybe so we're smart, just dumb. Right? Maybe me and you are just too, because, you know, it's like mathematical equations, obviously, that's putting these things together. I'm but... saying to, to, to say, right, to look at, like, you're right, though. That's definitely a po- That's definitely impossible. That's very realistic. But what I'm saying is from the standpoint of, to think a couple hundred years ago, we didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. To even make the tech, the the material to make this stuff doesn't make sense, really. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a, a wire, glass, a cord. Put the wires yeah, like, together. And we like... were just making fire. That's it. And now all of a sudden, some way, somehow, like you said, we got glass, we got steel, we got all these. Uh, and these people weren't scientists that made this stuff originally. You know what I'm saying? We think about where we like we got. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. how we got like basic stuff. It's kind of like to me. It's kind. It's like the py- pyramids, bruh. These humans, there's no way the humans built the freaking pyramids, dog. Like, we're lifting up freaking, like, with a limestone or something like that through freaking all day, building all this, like, stuff with no, like, technology, no uh, construction stuff, no nothing, bro. Like, it's almost like, like, bro, I'm going to just be honest, it's almost like they were told how to do it. Oh, so you mean, like, um... Or given, like, knowing... certain power... Like, I know those magic, rocks like, look huge, bro. I don't know how strong you had to like, be. I'm to saying be a like it's almost as if like the like the like, and we're talking about like like obviously bringing up the, like the pyramids. Like we're talking about people who like literally thought they were gods and yeah. got worshipped. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about like how technology has corrupted hell of people's minds and corrupt and corrupted the world. It's like as a whole. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost as if like like there's been like like almost like a like a demonic strength or demonic like wisdom kind of passed on to someone, and that and that's how this stuff is created. I know I heard this um this uh vision on how the how the earth was really like how it came to be and like the aliens that kind of invaded early and um they were kind of like it's called like I think they were called the Anunnaki aliens or something but they were a superior a superior like alien species came here and they integrated with the um what were what were the things called before us like the cavemen looking things the cavemen looking things. Yeah, like they, oh, like the uh, I forgot what they were called. Like cavemen, so they they pretty much integrated with the cavemen because they needed the gold that the Earth had, so that they could survive these alien things. So I I guess that's where they say like the pyramids come from, 
and why we evolved to this species. And that could, I guess, supply some type of information on how we got to some te- all this technology. Because for real, for real. Ne- Neanderthals. Yeah, Neanderthals. So, I don't know. That's just. Like I, don't believe in a- I don't believe it. I mean, I think aliens are demons as well, though. Because I think you actually literally see what you just said in the Bible, bro. They talk about how demons or uh, like integrated, you know what I'm saying? With uh, like corrupted this, like the children of God and stuff like that early in the Bible. Like, like I think it's in Genesis even. Ooh. Man, how if they, they had like a time machine, we could just like kick back and just watch all this stuff happen from the cut. Be crazy. That'd be the best yeah, movie. bro, like for sure. Some wild stuff is happening. Yeah, like, like some crazy. And I'm not talking like I'm not talking like obviously like people got killed. I'm talking about like some weird like. No, I want to be in the room. Happened, I want to be in the room when the guy had the idea about the television and how how this thing is gonna work. Like where where was his mind at all week to get to get to like yo we could that's we what I'm broadcast like bro this. the fact the fact that we have the stuff we use <laughs> the stuff we even kind of like learn about it a little bit and still have no idea. How did someone who never even saw it or never even witnessed it be able to create it better than me and you could? I can understand how um, we today, we can evolve the technology, but just get into the technology. Yeah, crazy. that's what I'm saying. That That's what I'm talking about. I get involving it. Yeah, that like Elon like, Musk okay. seeing a tunnel going underground that you can float and do all that. I can see how I can get that from where we've yeah. grown everything. But just yeah. being in the 1930s and stuff, 1920s, where everything is going around crazy and you're just like, all right. We can do this. We can do this. We can make a television, a phone. Yeah, you're, you're telling me a couple hundred years ago, you were like, okay, you know what? This fire is great. This home's cool. Okay, let's start. Uh, what, what can we do? Let's let's start let's start developing some. Uh, I'm trying to think. What, what was the first? I'm about to Google some more crap. What was the first technology? Like, um, the first now considered the wheel. I think it was the wheel. Because you know, I, I think yeah, that's technology, right? Is it? Right. I know what you mean. Like, it's like, but it got things done. Like, it got, it was the first tool, I guess, really. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You mean, like, techie thing where wires need to be evolved? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Probably, like, the telephone or the light, light bulb. Thomas so, Edison okay, I'm, and looking, the light I'm looking bulb. at the time. I'm looking at the invention or discovery, um, prehistory date, humans discover fire. How do the, like, this is what blows me about people, like, like science a little bit, bro. They they put stuff. There's no way they know this. They said humans discovered fire one to two million years ago. How the hell do you know that? <laughs> I guess like, you know what I'm saying. Like, records like from when records were shown. I guess they can only go off that. What that, bro? Show me a recording of someone one. Right, like, like, show me some documentation a from a million years ago. Who's to say like lightning didn't struck and hit like a tree or something and a fire start and then that sparked the idea to somebody like yo, that thing's warm right there and we can. Somehow get this tree that's burning right now to burn again. Like I don't know how that's that hard. To okay, do. bronze. Bronze Age was three thousand six hundred BC. Widespread use of copper and more uh, water raising irrigation was in two thousand BC. That's ancient Egyptians. Sumerian developed the alphabet. That's seventeen hundred BC. Okay, hold on. The Chinese invent early magnetic direction finders. That's like three hundred BC. Ancient Egyptians invent lighthouses. What? Including the huge lighthouse of Alexander Lighthouse. I guess that's like, oh, that's like, that could be with fire. That's not electricity, though. True. That's like Roman engineer uh, perfects the modern vertical water wheel. That's 50 B, uh, 
BC. Now we get into the uh, post. Uh, Romans developed the first basic concrete called windmills are invented in the Middle East in, six, in the year 600. Invent gunpowder and fireworks. That's Ch- the Chinese. That's getting crazy. Yeah, they get <laughs> technology started getting crazy. Chinese develop eyeglasses by fixing lenses to frames that fit onto people's faces in a thousand. You're one thousand. Oh man! Um, so they got Arabic guns, and now they can see. And now they can see. <laughs> they, they, the aim, the aim is getting serious. Oh, Chinese people coming up, bro. Chinese repel Mongol invaders using early rockets. Whoa! <laughs> the Chinese build one. They see it into the future, bro. Got rockets. So imagine you. No, imagine you going to war. You ain't. You don't know what thing I got. You have no idea these people got rockets. You still on the little gunpowder you just found out about like yeah. three weeks ago. You throwing. <laughs> yeah, now you still on bows and arrows. Right. The Chinese got guns now. They got rockets. It's like, oh man, it's like sad to say, but that's how it was for the Native Americans when the, when the Englishmen yeah, came over. Real rap though. It was like, oh, it's something like serious. You, you a Native American, you killing it over here. Like any animal come through, we slaughtering. What's up? But then these dudes, and it sucks because you know, like it's probably like seeing like some puny white Englishmen come through, and you got these strong ass Native Americans who've been wrestling with beers and everything, and you got, they just like getting torn down, like slaughtered by these little men. That stuff is crazy just to think about. But please go. Please continue with the technology. I'm, I'm looking. I'm waiting for like. I'm looking at a whole bunch of stuff. I'm just trying to figure out which ones are like, um, I guess relevant. Make the first practical hot air balloon. Okay, geologist calls um, Italian. Walter makes the first battery in the year 1800. So that's 200 years ago. The first battery. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> you can start like you can get electrical surges from like fruits and stuff. Have you ever seen that? Like you can start like a light bulb with like a orange or something just from the citrix. For real? Yeah. This doesn't sound like crazy, but yeah, that that sounds like something I've heard before a little bit. Develops the electric arc lamp. That was the first practical steam locomotive in the eighteen hundreds. So then nineteen eighteen thirties, we start England more photographs. It was eighteen thirties. Um been eighteen hundreds for a minute. I'm trying to look what the first thing in the nineteen hundreds was. 1886 was a dishwasher. Built a gasoline engine car. It was 1885. Carl Benz. Um, engineer Rudolf Diesel develops his first diesel engine, a more efficient internal combustion engine without a sparking plug. She's like, yeah, like little like next to put this. I don't know. Um, electric vacuum cleaner is a developed pioneers. Air conditioning was 1906. Chainsaw was 1905. It's like lay yeah, a little stuff like every year. This is basically listening to the 1900s. But cool. it basically like all happened within 200 years when it comes to like if that, honestly. Yeah. I noticed like once once we got the TV and that, like once we got a little thing figured out, it kind of went crazy. TV was 1920. You bringing up all these decades makes me think like what decade would you want to live in the most? Live in or be born in? Um, like be like twenty five in, like you're twenty five and it's like either the seventies, sixties, fifties, nineties. I think I'd want to be twenty five in the seventies. Yeah, bro, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, but I got to be in the West Coast. I can't really, I can't be in the, the East Coast and no South. Yeah, 
Nah, because the 60s, 60s seemed dope, like real simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, which would be dope to be like in high school, like, you know, go to like little diner joints they be having, yeah. like in a milkshake type joints. <laughs> like, you joints. in the South. Yeah, facts. <laughs> if you're like in the West, though, like people treat you cool. Like, you know how, how, um, remember the Titans? Like, Sunshine came from the West Coast and he was cool with the black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably cool out there in the West. Yeah, then 80s, you still get, like, the 80s side of things, which is dope, like, in your 30s. Yeah, bro. And then 90s is in your 40s, and then it's, like, by the time you get to the, yeah, everything's going crazy. Be, yeah, at that point, you probably be like, like, now I see, I'm like, then people probably look at us like, yo, what the hell happened? Yeah, it was so, it was tough during the 70s, though, bro. Like, colleges, like, every movie I be seeing, I don't know if it's exactly like that, but the way they depict it is just, like, remember the Titans, too, like, how everybody was, this is a chill thing. I wish we did. Maybe that or 25 during, definitely not during the 90s. That seemed crazy. Well, Woodstock was in 1969. That's when, like, all the hippies and stuff. Yeah. So there, were, there was some weird crap going on, like, in the 60s and 70s, too. It was crazy weird stuff. That's kind of when people started getting, like, a little more, like, woke, too, when it comes to, like, the government scheming. Exactly. That's why I liked it. And probably because, like, they had, like, a lot, they were doing a lot of drugs then, too. Like, that's when the drug age went crazy. I wonder, like, which old heads was, like, really on drugs back then that we see every day. I would assume most. When you say drugs, what, what drugs are you talking about? I mean, like, back then they did, like, Quaaludes. They did a lot of cocaine. So, like, yeah, a lot of coke. I think, I think. Oh, every coke came adult... in the 80s, didn't it? Yeah, I think it came in the 80s. You know, to America? They did a lot of acid. And then Coke in the 80s. Um, but, yeah. I wonder which ones did a lot of that. I mean, I think they've all tried it, honestly. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, when it's first coming out, you ain't got no real history on yeah. people messing up. Exactly. <laughs> Cocaine's a pretty interesting joke to me, though. Right. How some people can, like, perform well off of it, and then... What do you mean, Elaborate. Like, like even yeah, even stuff like that kind of goes into like what we were talking about, like like how like we're able to create these drugs from like natural, like like a cocoa leaf. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, how do people find out? Like, oh, by the way, if we do this, that, and the third, I don't know how to make cocaine. You know what I'm saying? But we can make some, a serious drug. You know what I mean? And there's another drug too. Uh, forgot the name of it, but you, uh, dang, it's, I what think it's it? found. I think it's found in. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna find it. But. What does it do? Like what kind of what does it's, it look it's like? It's a it's a like a hallucinant, I believe. It's kind of like DMT. Um, um I believe it's something along along those lines. Um ketamine? It's like no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you find out about some crazy drugs when you live in Tennessee, man. These people got no they got a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> it's weird how people like yeah, it's weird how people find about find out about drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like how they like discover these drugs. Like how curious do you gotta be? Be like, you know what? Let's put this together, let's extract this and let's cook this for a little bit and then we'll find it. And it's like what the like what the hell y'all been doing, bro? Yeah, I know I can understand a little bit with the coca leaves coca leaves, because um in African countries, like in Africa, they take a lot of leaves and make soups and stuff. So I could see you kind of stumbling on something like a leaf that got you high. And then they try to like. But how do you Google? How do you make? We're gonna teach you how to make cocaine. How do you make cocaine though? <laughs> like it's it's a pretty extensive process though. It's not like that simple. You don't just like just eat the. Oh, yeah. You just eat a cocoa a leaf. You... Yeah, it's, it's not like if you just eat the cocoa leaf, you're like good. You might get a um, buzz like where it's just like whoa. 
Okay. Let's oh, the drug is called. Okay, I'm gonna pronounce this. Ayahuasca. I don't know. It's a hallucinogenic. It's found like in, I believe, South America, and it's like, uh, um, it's it's a combination of a leaf, a psychotrivirus leaf, and a banisteropoeus cape. It's a fig, basically, it's like a, like a fig. Oh. And then you you can both those things though separately don't do anything at all whatsoever. But when you combine them, they make this serious hallucinogenic drug that takes you to like this like like out of body type experience, and it's like like people explain it as like a spiritual awakening type thing where they see things and have like encounters with like God and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like um, you can only yeah. find it in South America. I, I mean, I'm sure they they got some over here, but you're like you know what I'm saying. But like that's like the root of it, and that's where people like people literally go there for it, like go on like these. Some people um, need to find like their purpose, and they think that that's going to do it for them. I'm hit, but how? I'm saying, how do they find out? Okay, if we just get this leaf and this little branch over here, and we put it together, we can maybe just take a trip to the moon real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the hell did we get there? You know, there's things like witch doctors and stuff that put like do voodoo and they mix all stuff together and stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying that's how they did it, but along those lines, like I've seen like girls, witch, like witch doctors literally mixing a bunch of plants and stuff and then this is supposed to do this to you and I don't know but yeah to just figure out like alright one day I'm going to put these two together some scientific stuff would you try it? hell no they say you puke crazy afterwards oh man but you come down off of that though right? yeah they say the for the reason they say behind the puke and like the throwing up and all that stuff but it was like um, it's your old self Leaving you. I think it's what if someone said. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I think someone said that in the comments. I remember, what the hell? Are you? No, you're just sick. Yo, where are you at when you just read in the comments? Chill. YouTube, bro, YouTube, YouTube comments are the greatest comments of all time. Bro, comments just be the funniest thing, bro. No, but YouTube is like another level, bro. It's like oh, another yeah? level. I got I'll just be on they, Instagram joints. No, no, no. YouTube people are hilarious, bro. They're on a, they're on a different level. Yeah, it's like everything you think about. But since there's so many people on on the internet, it all comes out. Yeah, like DMT. I know a lot of people speak very highly of DMT and stuff like that. Uh, I've tried I've tried mushrooms before. Yeah, the thing is, shrooms definitely. I think it's different. Um, DMT is actually already in your body, and it's oh, uh, you enhance it. You enhance it when you take that. Yeah, and it's actually what they say is enhanced when you're in a deep dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DMT levels increase a lot. And they also say when you die, your body, your brain releases a lot of DMT, like, with the moment you die. And they're trying right. to correlate, like, what, what's why going that on? is. Yeah, like, what's happening to basically your conscience and your, you know what I'm saying, that's going on when, like, all that DMT gets released when you, when you pass away. Like, basically, like, that's where you're, you know what I'm saying? They don't mm-hmm. know what it's creating and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's, it gets um, released a lot when you're, in your, when you're in deep sleep. I think it's just and a it, way for you to, you're... Like, let's think about it. God's made a perfect body for us. So when we're dying, our DMT, if, that, if we're dreaming, it's like always usually good things. Like when you take these DMT trips, um, you're releasing a lot of good things, like a lot of, um, I can't think of the word, but you're hormones. pretty much on a, yeah, a lot of hormones that make you like on a good trip. So maybe like that's why that's what's pe- making you at peace and bring you into the next stage. Unless yeah, I mean, I was, I was just listening to uh, C.T. Fletcher. He's like, that's like a, uh... Bench champion, you know who Steve Fletcher is. 
I remember, I remember the name. I haven't seen any of his it's videos. Like super ripped dude, like like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was on uh, the Rogan podcast I was listening to, and he was talking about how he's had uh, his his heart stopped like two or three times, something like that. Like went flatlined, and he basically was like basically dead for real before like they were able to revive him. But he was saying how at peace he was while he was gone though. Like he was like for sure you go somewhere. He's like I don't know. Like he wasn't basically like stamping anything like specifically behind it. But that there is like an athlete because it's like the, the peace you're at, but you're conscious of your peace though. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like he like doesn't remember it. Like you know how you don't you're not conscious of nothing before you were born. Like there was no feeling at all right. before you were born. It was like when you're coming to this earth, then it's like, okay, bam. Now you have a, a conscious and stuff. But he was saying like after when he was like he was flatlined and stuff like that and was basically you could be considered dead, I guess, at that point. Um he was saying like you are conscious of the peace. That you're at, and like, there's no stress or like sadness at all. Like it's like weird, um, and all that. So uh, yeah, that's sh- kind of that's kind of what I was getting on the lines of where that DMC is probably releasing that. Yeah. So now you're you're more at peace a little bit because it's got to be like a scary thing for your mind to be like, okay, what's about to happen? I'm going scared. Like you're going crazy. Like I don't know what's. <laughs> I about wonder to how long that lasts though. Right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the craziest like mindset to be like. Damn. Because, like, if you believe in heaven and hell, right, mm-hmm. and then you're at that peace for a little bit, right, from that DMT release or whatever it is, like, while your body is, like, I guess, like, going through the process of dying or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, like, if if you believe in heaven and hell, then it's like, does that end up ending and then you go to, go to hell, you know what I'm saying? It's like curveball, like, you thought it was sweet. You know what I mean? Or is it like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like a creepy, like. Because think about, like, you ever think about people that are on death row, like, their last day? Like, can you imagine? Like, being murdered is one thing, because you don't really know that's about to happen to you. There's no anticipation. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, cancer. I guess you feel yourself getting sicker and sicker, so your body's deteriorating. But to just be, like, walking around and then knowing, like, next week I'm, I'm going to die, that's, like, crazy to me, bro. To be able to, like, I can't, I, can't, I can't imagine that. Like, yo, I'm dead tomorrow, for real? In 48 hours, they're going to kill me? No, this is it. And then you got like, and, and and no matter how much your faith is, there's got to be some type of just like, I wonder what's about to happen to me though after I die. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? Because it's just a, the, it's just a form of the unknown. At the end of the day, like you can read about it, you can talk to test, you can hear testimonies about it, you can all that, but it's still just you don't know though. You don't, until you experience it, you don't you won't know for sure. You know what I mean? And then for even sure, if you sure. are, even if you do have a hundred percent faith in like, in like the possibilities of heaven or hell, it's still like you don't know which one you go end up as. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. You're at. Yeah, that's where your faith really becomes like really strong, and you just got to know what you you did in your life and how you live for God. This is getting eerie, though. Let's get out of this death topic. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, death is a pretty. It's a it's, it's a freaky. It's an interesting thing, bro. Yeah, it's like yeah. death is like a weird thing, yeah, like because at the end of the day. Nobody's for sure. Yeah, like no one's been dead, like gone. Like I mean, like dead, dead. Like not like oh, your your heart stopped. I'm, or, I'm talking about like gone and yeah. like resurrected, other than Jesus. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, but like right. we're talking about. And then it's like, even if someone did say they did, you wouldn't know whether or not to believe them or not. Yeah, man. And that's when I said. That's why I say your faith is really tested because in those moments you're gonna be thinking like, what if this heaven and hell thing's not even real? Like, like what's going on? Like. Am I gonna? Am I gonna go? Like, am I just done now? Where's my spirit going? You become a tree. Exactly. And that's how you. What if you come back as animals? Like, if I come back as a tiny dog, I'm gonna be pissed. 
Well, they say like like what, what some people believe. Um, reincarnation. Not even reincarnation, but like like basically, um, like, like your previous lives or whatever like that. That's what like they people try to say correlate that, that. That's what deja vu is. Oh. You know what I'm oh. saying? Like, you've already experienced this before type of thing. You know what I'm or, saying? But you just don't know. You don't remember that you had a previous life, though. There are things like old souls, though. I, I have seen that, like, face-to-face, where it's, like, a little kid, but this little kid's, like, a damn grown-ass man. Like, he'd rather listen to, like, some Temptations than some Uzi Vert type stuff. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, the way he was raised or something, but that stuff does kind of exist, where you have old souls. I mean, I think I'll be trying to think if, like, uh, like, you know, people, and then there's other, like, versions of, like, like a basic, what, what's, what's the word? Not simulation. Like, not our whole life is a simulation, but um, there's different, oh, what's it called? Frick. It's like what people talk about for time travel, too. There's different. Um, uh, parallel universes? Yeah. Parallel universe. There it is, right there. Parallel universe. Like, there's, yeah. par- like, basically, like, we're living a whole bunch of different lives right now. Yeah, that's that's crazy to think about. Like, there's a hunter that's like a country version of you. Yeah, like a serious New York version of you type. Probably one that's. Bro, I saw some joint. It was where the hell did I see this at? Was it Instagram or YouTube? And they said like, what if every time, like, <laughs> like every time you pass away, like, so you die, mm-hmm. all your like previous yous like watch a movie of like the new you, and then you like watch it. Hold on, you know hold on. Like, this is like really cool. I want to think about it. Like, so you're saying, all right. So let's say the previous me, all the previous me's, all the previous me's, and then all of them obviously took different paths. You know what I'm saying? Every, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then like after you die, like we could say, go, hop in the movie theater type joint, and you watch the next you like live their life. You know what I'm saying? And see what decisions they make, and then they join the next, and then you watch the next you like it's like a like a constant joint. And I'm all still pre- kind of confused for some reason. I don't know. All your previous yous witness the new you every time. Oh, so like right now, there's like all my previous me's watching this movie of me right now. Yeah. Oh, I could kind of see that. That's like having a higher self, kind of. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I don't believe in any of this crap. I'm a, I'm a Christian, so 